Welcome to the Word of Influence episode 24. And today we have Dave Smith. You know him as Recency Bias Radio. How you been, bro? Where no one is safe from criticism. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is a pleasure to once again be back on the AWOY platform. Exactly. It's been a while. <laughs> you know, I was the guest who first coined the AWOY phrase. Yes. Yes, so I feel like a savage is coming back. It's like it's like when you're playing a fighting game, a new challenger. I feel like I'm in this bitch. What's good? Not much, bro. But as like as you know, off air, I told you like from here on out, if you don't know gaming, you can't be on the show, man. Just the way it is. Translation, (laughs) Google. That means it's icy for y'all, motherfuckers. Time to put on a thick thermal. Exactly, because that's just a platform I feel more comfortable with. Of course, like if you want to talk anime, we can go that route. Hashtag, but, hashtag, no more casuals. No more casuals, for real. Remember and, that game? Remember that game? No more heroes. <laughs> no more casuals. Yeah, no more casuals in this place. Now we're gonna start off this conversation because, like, everybody wants to know. Like, it's been talked about the last two previous uh, episodes. What's up with your 2DS, man? <laughs> we want to go All right, man, let me clear this shit up. Because <laughs> Barry hit me up one day. He was like, man, I was going to hit you up, bro. He was doing this podcast with me and a few of the guys. And they were so kerfuffled, if I can go ahead and place that word in, uh, in some bracket. <laughs> but uh, he basically said, I was kerfuffled. And we were kerfuffled at why you would get an Australian PAL version, uh, 2DS XL, over an American one. Now, let me first preface all of my comments by saying I got that shit before it was released in the U.S. So that should give me enough excuse right then and there. <laughs> We're gamers. If you can get yourself an Xbox One X right now before Halloween, you will kill somebody to do it right now. Because right now, <laughs> motherfuckers is playing some laggy ass 2K. But anyway, so what I'm saying is, first off, I, I wanted to get this 2DS XL because I missed my 3DS XL. You know, 3DS, Pokemon, when... Alpha Sapphire, no, no, that's not the name. Yeah, yeah, Omega, wait, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, hold up, Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, when that shit first came out, I got a 3DS XL, and this was when I was dating this stripper bitch. You know, it's story time, kitties. Gather around a campfire. (laughs) And uh, I'm dating this stripper bitch, and she stays somewhere like a country club hills, which is right by this strip club called Red Diamond. Yeah, I know a lot of this information ain't necessary, but I'm going to make this shit pertinent by the way I spit it. So anyway, so this stripper chick, she don't want to live with her mama. She'd rather live in Ford Heights, which is like on the cusp of Illinois leading into Indiana. And it's probably one of the most dilapidated cities in the south suburb area. She would rather live there, stack her stripper money up, than have to live with her mother and pay rent. But the rest <laughs> of her brothers live with her mom. So she would go over there because her brother had the loud pack, okay? So this was around the time where I was smoking hella green, okay? So... I'm like, shit, I got me a stripper, bitch. The money she bring home, she's spending somewhat on me. All I got to do is give her some Henny and some fucking Giro brothers, no, Peros brothers, and she's fucking, you know what? This is an easy life to live. You know, she was one of the most fun girlfriends I've ever had because there was no pressure on the moment. She's so used to motherfuckers coming up to her and and kind of trying to manipulate her with money to have a guy like me who just happened to be working with her at Target at the time. You know, the fact that I was just some nigga that was like, man, I don't give a fuck what you do. You you try and kick it? What's good? You know, she kind of <laughs> liked that 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 candidness. Well, I don't think that's worth But she liked the fact I was that honest. So 
Anyway, we would chill at her mom's crib. And it was crazy because that was when I had my 3DS. And that's when I had the Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. And that was the time when I first started to realize that, because she had a little brother who was like this shorty. I start, first started to realize, man, Pokemon is such, it's one of the only games I know of that can be strategic for a grown-up and a kid. But for the kid, they're not looking at the strategy. They're looking at the colors, the monsters, like we did. They're just yeah. looking at, like, like we didn't know what the fuck a physical special split was when we were kids. I, right? Like, when I, when I revisited X and Y, I was like, okay, I got to know how to play this shit now. <laughs> like, right. Girl. How many of us had a Mewtwo that we gave Mega Punch to? Like, this nigga's a special <laughs> attacker. What are you doing? But at the time, we're like, man, Mewtwo Mega Punch and some shit? That's cool. You feel me? Exactly. And so I'm bringing that up to say, the 2DS XL for me was the perfect idea to get it in PAL version, not only because of the reason I just mentioned, which happened to do with getting it early, but also because I have access now to games that are only PAL version games. These same games are not playable on 3DS, 2DS XLs, anything US-based, NTSC is what the region code is called. Anything NTSC, which is Canada as well, cannot play any PAL version games or Japan-based uh, version games so to me pal was the better of two evils because i really wanted a japanese one but i realized i could not change the language to english and i'm not a motherfucker to buy a second 3ds just to have an english side-by-side -side one going so i can set it up you know that's just too much fucking work you know mm -hmm. but i'm a guy i used to mod psps and i used to always get like they called them dot iso files and those were the files that you would put on your memory stick to basically boot up all of these games with custom firmware. So I was used to playing games that were 100% Japanese imports and figuring out what those languages meant just by trial and error. So for me, it wouldn't have been a big deal to get the Japanese 3DS, I mean the 2DS XL, but the only one they were selling out of Japan really was the Dragon Quest one, and I didn't like the look of it. It's like this silver and black shit. Yeah, I've I, seen I, it. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of it. I, I don't even understand what the hell this little silver slime thing is like what the fuck this is a novelty to y'all but whatever you know in japan they hey, got pop stars that, that, that do gay shit on the stage you just don't know what japanese folk but <laughs> you know what i'm saying motherfuckers be slurping them noodles but all i'm saying though is man shout out to naruto well eat your rock rum <laughs> but all i'm saying though is man you know at the time it was the best decision and i don't regret it at all because i feel like i have access to more people overseas in every game i play online just because i am registered as a member of liverpool united kingdom i made sure oh, really? that was where i lived because i'm a pal version uh, 2ds xl user so i had to go ahead and show some love to liverpool at the same time and i yeah. honestly feel like when i go online um using my 2ds xl uh, you don't really lose anything by getting another region. I can still add you as my friend with a U, with your US 3DS XL. You know, there, there's no real drop off besides the fact that I can't go up to a store and buy a game and have that work on my system because mine's PAL and that would be an NTSC uh, based game. But other than that, I mean, who needs that when you can just download the game right to your memory stick? Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, you could just buy it digitally. So for me, it's not even like I got to constantly import games over and pay the shipping fee anyway. So it's really the same price. Plus the the European pound and the sterling, um, the way it differs economy-wise and currency exchange-wise, it's not that much of a huge difference to make people mad. In fact, I believe the dollar might be a little bit worth a little bit more than, than what the pound and sterling is just because when I bought my... Um, Steven Gerrard jersey, I bought it from a guy from like Newcastle, United Kingdom, and that cost me $35 with tax. 
Really? So I'm pretty sure in the United Kingdom that went for at least 70. You feel me? But yeah. the guy sold it to me for 35. So it just shows that maybe the U.S. dollar, maybe it translates to them. And maybe he got a deal and maybe I got a deal both at the same time. But um, yeah. but that's my reasoning for getting the 2DSX. <laughs> yeah, like after we go ahead and start that, because like I told everybody, I said, hey, Dave's going to be on tonight. <laughs> Exactly. Like, yes. And, and, and see, I, I'm an eloquent brother. I will tell you why the fuck I got some shit. You know, I'm not no fucking weirdo that's out here like, I'm getting the PS4 Pro because someone I saw about it, like, fuck all that shit. I've had damn near every, matter of fact, I have had every next gen console there is. I've had the Switch. I've had the Wii U. I've had the Wii. I've had the 360. I've had the 360 Slim. I've had the uh, 360 Elite. I've had the Xbox One S, Xbox One. I pre-ordered the One X. You feel me? Like, I've had every next-gen PS4, PS4 Pro. You know, I just haven't had the PS4 Slim, but why would I have that if I already had the Pro? You feel it, didn't you? Exactly. What's the point? Like, that, that's pretty much just a PlayStation 4. Just slim, Unless, unless I wanted a quieter household, then I would buy a <laughs> PS4 Slim. Ha, ha, ha. Boy, that shit sound like it got sleep apnea, my nigga. Like, so, damn. So but last I, time you were on was around E3. Yes, what, sir. Has, what has your encounters been with gamers since then? Like, you know, what, man, gamers <laughs> is dumb as hell. I'm just, well, not all gamers, but see, it feels like there's, the, the line is getting blurred right now between hardcore gamers and no life. See, there's a difference between being a hardcore gamer and a no life. There's no lives trying to project their no lifeness on us. It's like, no, bro, we have a life, but we still game hard. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all been gone to Premium JT, got tape on the middle of your glasses frames and shit, haven't <laughs> showered in two days, still playing World of Warcraft, the second build. Like, these guys are weirdos, okay? No offense to them, but I'm just being honest. And they be trying to make it seem like because they have a PC, you know, they're somehow better than me. Look, I'm going to have a 1X, okay? Y'all niggas can act like, see, and, and, and this is a hot take. Every nigga with a PC don't got a great rig. I'm tired of niggas just because they play PC acting like they got some angry Joe show shit. Like for oh, him, everybody acts like they got the best rig. Oh, you know how much I how much I can upgrade my rig with that 500 you're spending on that one X. <laughs> but then when the PS4 Pro comes out, they don't have nothing to say about that though. Even though that was a bigger ripoff because it didn't even come with a 4K Blu-ray drive. But isn't that the company that has the patent on a 4K Blu-ray drive? Exactly. You feel me? So it's, <laughs> exactly. like, it, it's like, what? So you're not going to shit on them for that? Even though you PC gamers most likely don't have a 4K Blu-ray drive in your PC either. But we're not going to go there. You feel me? Most of your games are digital. You feel me? Steam. You feel me? So it's not even... I just don't get the hypocrisy. It feels like people pick and choose when they want to be this PC elitist. But deep down in their heart of hearts, they know that the PC might be popping for them because they're sociopaths and they don't hang out with no one, okay? But for the average consumer, the console will always dominate because you can be a guy that gets hosed, you could be a lame that never touched a clip before, and both of y'all can still have a console. There ain't that many niggas getting pussy with PCs. There ain't that many. <laughs> What percentage you want to get at, Perry? Hey, what you want to get at percentage, Perry? 20% get pussy with PC like, gamers. I was going to say about 5%, but okay. Okay, okay, he went lower than me. 5%, okay? That's about the amount of motherfuckers that wanted to kneel for Kaepernick, but we ain't going to get into that. Okay? But, all, but seriously, though, 5% at best to 20. So let's go ahead and cut that. Cut the pie, as uh, Wings of Redemption would say, and let's say 12.5%. 
Let's okay. just say that. You feel me? Twelve and a half percent. We'll we'll give it that. <laughs> I, and I can see your reasoning behind that too, because like there's a lot of PC gamers that don't I mean, go the out. way they talk to you, it's like, bro, we're on the same side here. Microsoft yeah. runs PC. That's like <laughs> that's like a motherfucker. That's that's like a motherfucker who's a D Wade fan. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, no, no, no. This is an even better one. This is like a motherfucker who a D Rose fan who has hated LeBron James since he whooped that ass in 2011, and now all of a sudden D Rose on the Cavs and they like, oh, I fuck with LeBron now. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Shit. You feel me? It's the same shit with these PC niggas. Now that the Xbox One X is low key, low key chatting shit, not getting banged. I mean, we calling our shots right now with this One X shit. It's to the point now where, come on, man, we got cooling agents and shit. I don't even feel the need to get a warranty, my nigga. Knock on wood. You feel me? I don't feel the need Exactly. To. Like. And, and you know what? And I'm glad you told me about that shit with that moist ass motherfucker game over Greggy. It's time to go <laughs> in on this bitch. You gotta go with it. You gotta go with on kind of funny. Okay. I mean, I mean, I gotta segue to this motherfucker because this dude is so moist, boy. If he did a cameo today on Big Bang Theory, I wouldn't notice he's fucking on the cast, okay? He's a lame, bro. Dude is corny, dog. Him and that Moriarty guy. All they do is oh, pull Cohen's not even there. Cohen's not even there anymore. He's gone. I know, but them motherfuckers they 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 was they was having some bisexual friendships and shit. All I know is okay, allegedly. All I'm saying, I ain't trying to get niggas sued. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, Colin Moriarty is a weirdo. At first, I liked the guy, but I noticed that I liked him when I had a PS3. So that's what let me know I only like this nigga because I had the system. This nigga's an asshole. You know, sometimes you just need someone to or switch sides, remove yourself from something, and look at it from a distance to know <laughs> that person's a fucking dickhead. And you, <laughs> and that's how, that's how I feel about those guys. And there are people that are there's so much propaganda going on with the IGNs of the world. Hell, you did a couple of rare videos about IGN in the past. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the IGNs of the world are going out of their way to not give Xbox their credit. But what's gonna happen is. When it drops, you can't stop that. You can't stop the flow. Once one kid gets the shit, has a party, and invites his friends over, it's over with. <laughs> so, what is it? When does the Xbox One X come out again? Uh, November seventh. So within the first week of November, it's gonna be out, and then Call of Duty drops on that third. So that means damn near every single person with a One X is probably gonna have Call of Duty. The One X, mark my words, the One X is gonna bring Call of Duty back by itself. I like so. Well, Sony, rest in peace on that day. I know you've been making. Oh, <laughs> Sony, hey, listen, I've already written up a custom obituary for y'all, bitch niggas. <laughs> but no, all I'm saying is, you, hey, you heard about how motherfuckers is trying to get refunds on that game, Neo? Really? I didn't. There was, some, there was some article, a story about how people are pissed off because the game Neo didn't have a lot of posts post support or something and they're pissed off about it and and see sony sony they're good at a few things they're good at paying people off i call it hush money sony they might be with the yakuza's my nigga hmm. like in japan they might be with a legit mob in japan because it seems like they have some type of scare tactic that they put on a lot of these journalists these journalists lose their credibility and that's why i commend my brother acg if you guys have not heard of this brother, now I know technically he's te he's technically kind of Perry's competition because they both review, but Perry, he's fans of many people who review games. So I'm, I don't feel like I'm stepping on no one's toes by giving this guy a cosign, this guy ACG. ACG nah. puts his heart and soul in game reviews. 
And I can, like, when someone's passionate about something, you feel it as they're speaking about it. ACG, you know? ACG. That ACG gamers, I don't feel the passion when they talk about games. I just feel the superiority complex. ACG, that's, that's not Angry Joe, but dang, dang. Uh, uh, AC, ACG, his real name is Carrick. It's like oh, that. okay. But uh, his channel's called ACG. And man, when I tell you, man, all of his reviews are top tier. You know, he talks very fast. So only a, a hardcore gamer is going to follow. Like, casuals will have to rewind what this nigga's saying as he's speaking. Because he's talking as, like, when people talk at such a rapid pace, it's because they've done so much research on it. It's like what they say. You practice 10,000 10, hours at something, you become an expert. It feels like ACG has put in so much work in, in, in writing his review to the point where he almost knows what the next sentence is and he just talks. And it doesn't feel like he's, he's reading from a page and he's just really good. But the reason why I brought him up, he did reviews on a lot of games and he has kept it 100 about a lot of these Sony exclusives. Whereas go to someone else that's popping, Angry Joe, eh, he, he picks and he chooses when he wants to be real with it. But it kind of feels like he's kind of on his cash grab shit with these movie reviews. But there is an open void, and that's why I fully support my brother Perry and his endeavors for this game reviewing uh, venture, because there is an open void right now. I feel like we don't have a black face of gaming. We truly don't. We just have a black face of 2K or a black face of Madden or a black face. We got a black face of individual games that black people are stereotypically fans of. We don't have someone who can just on a widespread level play things in a, in a lot of different genres and be captivating. And and that's why I feel like you have the potential to do said thing. And, yeah. and at the end, go ahead. No, I was saying like, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, like I said, the reason why I would go and tell you that, like I had to take down those rents. Like, man, if I really want to get to where I want to be, I want to be 100 with everything I want to do. <laughs> like you got to be genuine <laughs> with the way you think. Cause like what, like to you, what's the definition of a trash game? To me, the definition of a trash game is a game that needs a day one patch. Automatic trash. Okay? Automatic trash. We came up on games that would come in a cartridge, no internet, and that shit was perfect. Flawless. Out the pack. Yeah, there were some glitches here and there, but the glitches, they worked for both sides, right? Whereas mm -hmm. the games that come out now, like the 2Ks of the world, now that we have YouTube, we have social media, people are able to go create these channels to show you the glitch, that forces all of these little squeaker white kids, no offense, white people. I'm just saying for the majority, the majority of young gamers are white kids. So I'm just saying if the majority of the gamers are very influenced by YouTubers, then that means they're going to go and exploit that glitch too. That causes another patch. So now there are patches being created just because someone couldn't keep something to themselves. Whereas in the past, if you knew of something, you only told your closest friends. And that's what kind of made it feel like you were. I don't know, had a bigger connection to the games you played because it didn't feel yeah, like exactly. everyone did what you did already because they looked up a video first. You know, back in the day, everything was trial and error. You know, cheat code central. You know, I would go there all the damn time. You know, if I didn't have my game informer or my demo disc or something like that, I always went on the cheat code website, you know, because GTA, what did you want to do? You want to get infinite weapons, infinite ammo, run on motherfucker over, get five stars and, you know, pass the controller to your homie. You do this shit Game all night. Shit. <laughs> exactly. You know, we, somewhere along the way, microtransactions, which is really the center of what's wrong with gaming. Microtransactions <laughs> came into play last generation, and people started realizing, oh, 
these motherfuckers will give us 50 more dollars. Hmm. Okay, let's bump everything up 50% higher. They'll give us 100. Well, actually, they'll give us 75. You feel me? So th that's really what's going on. The everyone is realizing that less gamers are spending their money on these games because they're doing the sharing shit. You know, oh, put my account on your system. I'm going to share it with you. So if half of every, if every, if half of every gamer shares with one of their friends, then that means they're missing out potentially on over $500 million a year almost, you know, in just someone sharing a game for free. And because of that, that's why microtransactions exist because they know for a fact, even if you're getting that game free, you're still going to want your my player to catch up to your friends who just got you, gave you this game for free. And they most likely have had it since launch if they had it before you. And the microtransactions, in my opinion, is a way for them not only to keep DRM under, under the soil, because see, DRM still exists, which was what everyone hated Xbox for out the gate. Sony has chipped in, in on DRM. OK, and everything that includes digital gaming is DRM, because if your system is offline for too long, your Xbox cannot prove it's a real copy of the game. That's the whole purpose of them making you go online to play a game online. Why do I need a new update to play my shit online for? That update has nothing to do with my game's updates. It's because they want to keep making sure your game is real. That's what it's all about. That is constant data rights management. Constant. So I think you've been on record, like even Jacob, you know, Jacob, he's even said yes, that like, there's no point in buying the $60 version of uh, 2k <laughs> like whatsoever. You might as well just Not get a hundred dollars. <laughs> I was telling y'all this the other day in the chat. I said, I'm getting the legend edition when I buy 2k <laughs> number one, I can afford it. Number two, I don't, I'm so late to get the fucking game. I have to, I don't have a choice. I'm going to be a level. I'm going to be a rating 60 trying to go to the park and there's a whole bunch of try hard 94 sharpshooters out here you know and they got some new shit they got uh, it's called the ruffles ruffle zone or something where you can play like on this colored court and you can shoot four pointers too so the majority of the game it seems to be it's the curry bias influencing 2k in my opinion that's where i'm I, getting they said that, they said they had to change the damn game because of stephen curry so i don't know how true that is but the curry bias infected see see before Steph Curry was really Steph, Stephanie, in my eyes, you know, before he was like this overrated guy that everyone acted like his shit didn't stink and gave him passes for hiding on D and stuff. You know, Steph Curry was actually very likable to me. And and it was because he was the underdog. Then eventually he eventually had the most stacked team. But this isn't a sports podcast. But basically what I'm saying, though, is Steph Curry ruined 2K because the impact of Steph Curry is making guys like LaMelo Ball seem like the future because he takes half court shots and he doesn't give a fuck about playing defense. You know, this new mentality of thinking, oh, who, as long as I score three points, I'll allow two. This beta male mentality of as long as I get mines, I don't care if my team loses. I hate this mindset. And it is contributing to 2K too, because they don't care about, because they know live ain't popping. So they can afford to fuck us over. Which is crazy though. I'm I, like, and that's why I'm rooting for live, bro. Because like I think I saw IGN even give them like a eight. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, what's going on? For real, bro. This is why I'm truly rooting for live because the changes they've made. This live game that just came out is actually a solid game. It's just that the gameplay itself still has to be tweaked more. Okay. Oh, really? If they can, if they can make the gameplay a little bit more realistic, but keep everything else. 
everything outside of the actual gameplay is better than 2K. I'm talking the the online is is just as good. The the my player stuff is low key way better. Their career mode is way better. But th- see, that's what EA Sports does. You know, with the exception of Madden, that story mode is ass. <laughs> but you know, I, like my homeboy was like, man, I'm about to get the Xbox One X to come with the free Madden because I want to play a game. That nigga don't even play that shit no more because that game's ass. I told him, I said, bro, man, you might as well go ahead and get that Battlefield 1 one so you can at least get a one gig Xbox. But he wasn't trying to listen to me. But Battlefront 2, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Battlefield, man, there's a lot of games for us to discuss, man. We might as well start getting into some games, bro. Yeah, for real. Okay, let's start. Because, like, this is a question, like, because, like, we, like, we both played it. I played both the games that I'm about to mention. What makes Sony fans that are just strictly Sony fans think that Horizon's a better game than Zelda? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> because they can't play Zelda. That's why. <laughs> See, Sony guys, Sony guys are like, oh my god. See, there's PC guys that I hate, but low key them Sony fanboys, <laughs> they are even worse because it's like every time Xbox has an upper hand in something, that thing they have the upper hand in is now irrelevant. You know, Xbox had the better graphics in the 360 days. Oh, but we got exclusives. Okay. The beginning of this generation comes around. Xbox makes exclusives like um, Sunset Overdrive, ReCore. You know, they take chances in genres they usually wouldn't. You know, those Jack and Daxter type platformer kind of games. They took chances. Sony guys laugh at it. Oh, oh, this would be better if it was on Sony. You know, and see, the thing is, Xbox doesn't get credit for trying new things. Sony... Fans, meanwhile, act as if all the Xbox's exclusives are trash because they're the same shit. But Sony fans, your exclusives are the same shit, too. You guys are watching interactive movies with no 4K Blu-ray drive and acting like that shit's worth $60. (laughs) Like, come on. Are we serious, coach? Y'all motherfuckers spend $64 at GameStop on a movie. Y'all need to get your ass whipped. <laughs> but someone Char- like that. So people you know like that experience. Was a movie. You know I know Uncharted Four was a movie, Perry. <laughs> yeah. Any of y'all motherfuckers notice how that bitch went down in price to twenty dollars in like two months? Like that shit a movie, bro. No one's Lost playing Legacy that shit twice. Lost Legacy's already on sale for thirty when it was actually. See, 40. No one, that's how you know it's a movie, Perry, because no one wants to play it again. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, they was like, oh, it was a decent experience. It's almost like watching that movie Avatar. There's some people that love James Cameron. Me, love eh, it. Man. I love James Cameron. Eh. I get the problem I had with the movie was I felt like they were trying to reenact what white folks did to Native Americans, but try to make it a little bit sci-fi. Then they also oh, tried to make it seem like the white guy. If you look at it, <laughs> Pocahontas. What you say? Pocahontas. If you look yeah, at it, it was like Pocahontas <laughs> exactly. And and I just don't like the fact. I just don't like the fact that this this white guy would have never chosen this alien chick if he couldn't walk as a human. See, all of a sudden, being white ain't ain't as cracked up as it is when you're handicapped. But let that motherfucker have never been handicapped. He would have chose <laughs> a human bitch and got the fuck out of the Matrix. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. You know, I'm surrounded by trees and shit, getting titty milk splashed in his face, trying to wake up. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Y'all don't know CPR on this? You feel me? Yeah. I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit. You're fine. But I get what you're saying, though. <laughs> I told y'all episode 24, I was going to go Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. But like you were saying, though, uh, they don't have the chance to it. But like I said, we're gamers. We just we're supposed to get the best experience. So I don't understand why you would be so 
hesitant not to play Zelda. You get know what I'm saying? They don't. See, here's the thing, bro. Sony players don't buy consoles, bro. <laughs> they sit there with their little DualShock Four, okay, with their little fucking flashlight on the back, okay, and they act as if they don't need to buy another console. And see, hey, I'll give some of the, some of the Sony fans credit because they're actually buying the One X. But you know what I'm noticing? What? The only Sony, the only owners of the PS4 that are buying the One X all had the 360. So really, these niggas are fake Sony fans anyway. Oh shit! If you think about like, it, if you like, really look at it, the people with the head PS3s that never got the 360 to have a PS4, they're not even considering the One X. They're dismissing it. Oh, I'd rather have my PS4 Pro that sounds like a fucking refrigerator next to my TV. <laughs> It does. <laughs> uh, real, that motherfucker got a generator on the back of it. Mm, you feel me? Like, all right, cool, bro. I'll take this one X though. You feel me, coach? Watch Black Friday, motherfuckers gonna be getting shot for a one X. They gonna be like, hey, cuz you owe me five dollars. You in line for a one X? I better be able to play a game today. Look at this nigga. You feel me, motherfucker? <laughs> gonna be trying to parlay that five dollars. <laughs> I want to play some four K, two K. But like you like you said though, like you're talking about like the completion of games. We don't get complete games anymore. And like you said, Zelda feels like a complete game. Oh and like yes. Even, and like you said, um like Perry, you said you platinum horizon. I'm like, yeah, but it's not a complete game. Yeah. Source from IGN today, Sony is now releasing the complete edition of Horizon Zero Dawn. So that's why I said that it's not complete. Two words. What's on my mind, Perry? <laughs> Sony phony. It's another word that I say. It's two. It, it doesn't. It kind of rhymes with uh, the two words. Kind of rhyme with each other, but in reality, it's how I feel about Sony as a company. But in this situation, it definitely fits. Two words. What's, what's two words cash grab. Cash grab. Cash grab. Okay. <laughs> that Lost Legacy was a was a was a glorified DLC pack. That these motherfuckers turned into a whole nother game. You know, you got the two girls in the game. You said in your review, they move around <laughs> just like Drake. Ain't shit changed. Can I at least see some jiggling in the ass cheeks or something? Can they switch? <laughs> no, like, damn. No. <laughs> That's and like, seriously, like though, dog, like, if it's $40, why why is it only eight an eight-hour experience when, like, you and me have played The Witcher and we both know that it's DLC is another fifteen bucks. Shit, man, Witcher, <laughs> man, I, man, I don't know how many hours I play Witcher three, but see, that's the dope thing about Xbox. You you can look that shit up, shit up on your Xbox app so fast. But I think I beat the game somewhere around one hundred and thirty hours. You know what I'm saying? So you know, mm-hmm. games these days don't go that long. You know, unless unless you're playing a game and you're trying to take that long, hell no, they never take that long. Shoot, and that's why I blame Sony for this. Because they came out with that game, The Order 1886. Everyone dick-rided that game, but it was four hours long. You feel me? And they're like, but the graphics, bro, but the graphics. And then Xbox drops Gears of War 4, and they say, man, it's the same shit, though. It's like, if you really look at The Order 1886, it's a fake-ass Gears of War with a weak-ass. Matter of fact, I don't even know if it got online. You feel me? So, it doesn't come on, online. man. Like in Uncharted, they try, man. And see, and, and here's another thing I want to go ahead and, and say about Sony. Sony ruined Metal Gear Solid, man. They ruined it. I got that. See, I got that downloaded because it's the game of the month. The uh, Phantom Pain. Yeah, is it good? Five. Man, listen. 
it's a good game for someone who's never really gotten into the series. It's a good entry level game because the combat is better. Uh, the movement is better and it's less about sneaking and more about just completing missions. So it's like a completionist is Haven kind of game. Cause there's so much territory to conquer. Also in the game, they have a feature called, um, damn, my, my homeboy, Manny going to be pissed off at me. Uh, Fultoning. There we go. Fulton. That's the name of it. Where if you, uh, incapacitate or knock out anybody, any soldier, you can recruit that soldier to your army by strapping him up to like this balloon that turns into this like, um, like this homing device that sends them to what they call your mother base. So like if there's a real strong soldier on the, on the enemy lines and you really want this guy in your team, you can actually knock him out. It's going to take some work if he's that strong, but you can knock him out, send him to your base and he'll become a member of your crew. And you'll actually see him at your base, like walking around with his gun and shit. So it has RPG uh, effects to it as well. But the problem I have with game is I felt like it was too much of a culture shock difference compared to what I was used to as a tactical espionage fan, as a Hideo Kojima fan. I felt like they rushed the game and I kind of felt like Kojima. I'm not too sure Kojima's proud of that game because I don't get like, cause like he left right afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in a lot of ways they're te- they treated him a lot like uh, the homeboy who made final fantasy 15. It, it, to me, it's like the exact same comparison um, Tetsuya Nomura. Cause he went to go work on kingdom hearts. And I think Kojima went to go work on uh, something else. There were rumors going around that he was trying to work on another Zone of the Enders. Now, if Sony ever came out with another Zone of the Enders exclusive, I'd buy a, a low-grade PS4 just to play it because I'm a fan of that series, and that's just the type of person I am. I will buy hardware to play a game I really want, but Sony fans are unwilling to ever buy Xboxes to play games only on Xbox. There are so many Sony gamers that don't even know how great Killer Instinct is. But once they hear it's a free-to-play game, they automatically assume the quality of it is trash. That's one of the that's one of the most polished free-to-play games you will ever see in your life. Like is people it like are talking Warframe level. I mean, I think it's more polished than Warframe. Mm-hmm. Uh, because number one, it's a rare game. So it already has a lore to it. So all Xbox and Microsoft had to do was pump money into Rare to put it out. So this is a game that is true to its grassroots. It's a game that's still like it was back in the day, but the combos are even faster. I'm I'm willing to guarantee Killer Instinct on Xbox One is the fastest fighting game. I think the combos are faster than Dragon Ball Z, bro. Oh, wow. Like, like it's fast. Like, it's one of those things, because you could go from a five-hit combo to 17 in less than three seconds if you know what you're doing. Because the combo breaker, devastation combo, like it's it's just constantly. And when you're fighting someone who knows what they're doing on Killer Instinct, the fight is so entertaining just from a spectator. From a third person view, it's very entertaining. And that's one thing Street Fighter has kind of lost sight of, in my opinion. Uh, I kind of feel like Tekken really took a step back, in my opinion. Um, and King of Fighters is probably low-key the best fighting game on Sony's console, but none of their, none of Sony's players have the exclusive. You know, they might as well send that shit to Xbox. You feel me? So yeah, I get what you're saying. These guys, but, don't buy, these guys don't buy the software like they act like they do, P. Like, like you said, like you're supposed to be a gamer. You're supposed to be able to be able to jump between all three platforms regardless with no hesitation. And, like, you have been, like, even this podcast has said, like, I've had every single console. So right, and I've no gotten way, each no single, and I went and got each single console basically to play like one game each time. Like when I got the Switch, it was to play Zelda. 
soon as I beat Zelda, I said, oh, there's nothing else to play. I need to flip this shit while it's still rare and worth some money. You yeah. feel me? Like, I do that. I got the pro because I wanted to play that UFC 2 on the pro. And that shit did look beautiful, by the way. You feel me? And mm -hmm. I was loving that shit. And I was playing FIFA on that shit. And, um, but um, uh, I got the 1S to play 2K. I think that was to play 2K17 and play Witcher. You know, so, you know... You know, I just constantly fluctuate, you know, depending on how I feel, you know, certain times of the year, I want to play a game that takes a lot of investment, especially wintertime. That's when most people have time inside. That's when you play most of your RPGs, action adventures. And that's why most of these games drop at the end of the year, because they know more people are inside the house. And that's why the best TV shows are also on TV, usually during the wintertime. I mean, shit, Persona is on sale right now. I'm like, I'll tell anybody, go ahead and check that shit out now. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still kind of shocked you didn't do the review on that. It's in the works, actually. I'm thinking. Oh. Because <laughs> I know you didn't have your recording of uh, stuff until after you beat it, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. It came in afterwards. So it's like. So okay. you would have to beat it again to to record it, right? I'm not not. I wouldn't have to do the or whole game. You just have save files. You could just load up and like carry save like, files and just go through yeah. it. So like, That's yeah, smart. I'm not. I'm not doing the whole game again. Like, because it has new game plus, and you get to keep everything. So I'm like, oh, yeah. true. You ain't gotta <laughs> show these niggas the tutorial anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me, coach? But, I mean, there's so many great games coming out, bro. In the next month, like, it's it's bro. It's to the point now where, man. If on Black Friday of GameStop, I'm kind of I'm kind of thirsty to wait to buy my first game for the X for Black Friday because I think they're gonna have some crazy deal like buy two get one free or something. And if they do have a deal like that, I will spend only sixty on two K and then just buy the VC separately digitally. You know, I think like you are probably the most excited person I know for the Xbox One X, and you have the right to be like because like Man, I've been right. talking about it for two years. And see, it's <laughs> funny because now that the X is like on our doorstep. Now niggas is talking about the PS5. Now they sounded like I did two years ago. <laughs> See how niggas beat me? Motherfuckers like, man, it ain't never gonna come out, bro. Stop talking about the Scorpio. Now all of a sudden niggas like, PS5, PS5, I'm okay. Like, shut your <laughs> dumb ass up. Like, we know this already. You know, like, we, we've seen this. <laughs> like, and see, and I've already read articles that the PS5 might not come out till 2020. And if Sony decides not to drop this shit next year, it will be the biggest mistake they've ever made because it will be just like the 360 all over again. Xbox caught Sony lacking when that 360 dropped. They dropped it one year early. If Sony gives Xbox three years with the better console, everybody's going to switch over by 2020. And, and see, here's the thing. It's not going to be that huge of a jump from the 1X to the 5. Mark my words. It's not because they just dropped the, the, uh, the Pro. They can't, they can't make a huge C. Xbox made a huge jump. Sony can't really afford to make a huge jump from the Pro because the Pro is already 400 without a blue K, uh, 4K Blu-ray drive, without backwards compatibility. And the PS5, you know, is not going to have backwards compatibility because they're still pushing the PlayStation Now service. So that means you're probably going to get your 4K Blu-ray drive on the PS5, but you're not going to get backwards compatibility. Okay, so that means everyone is going to have to keep their PS4 Pros. They're not going to have the option to trade that in towards the 5 to make it cheaper. And the five is probably because it's coming with the 4K Blu-ray drive and it's going to have a demand to have better specs than the Scorpio or the One X. It's going to probably be over $600 just like the PS3 was, which is what set them back last gen. It, everything repeats itself, Perry. Yeah, it's like it, it was like you said, like Sony's king, but they're too arrogant right now. And it's getting it's getting a little worrisome for Sony. 
like even Sony fans like Seth and Alex, who might be listening to this, they go like, "Yeah, we don't like arrogant Sony. We like when they have some competition." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." Well, see, that's the, well, see, that's the thing, though. Sony, Sony has survived every single console war since they jumped in, and they have, for the most part, been the top dog for each single race by the end of each single console race. They've been the top dog. So Sony aren't used to losing a console race towards the end. They're not used to that. So if they wait towards till 2020, they're going to guarantee lose this generation. They might not use lose in hardware sales. They might not lose that because they have a huge lead and it's hard to catch up from that. But when you think about the fact that Xbox has the one, the one S and the X, they have three different levels. Now a kid can ask their parent, mom, I just played the one X. Can I please get it? We can't afford that right now. Okay. Well they have two other cheaper options. Can I get one? See now they're doing it for the gamers. See Sony's slogan is for the gamers, but that PlayStation fucking VR costs as much as the pro. That's not yeah. for the gamer. I can get the same fucking shit, the same intellectual property, the same damn tech from Samsung for 80, but you're going to charge me 400? Like, that's bullshit. To me, that's like buying some Chuck Taylors for 50 and then buying some J's for 300. It's like, bro, they still protect your feet. You ain't got to spend three on those J's. It's yeah. 1X. I feel like this is an investment because the jump is so huge. Bro, I'm already hearing rumors. That have pretty much been confirmed by several YouTubers that 2K18 online is laggy if you don't have a PS4 Pro. And my hot take about this parry is, and see, that's crazy, because if if power, if CPU and GPU power is affecting the lag on online games, then it's going to get even worse for Sony. Because if it seems like it's not laggy on PS4 Pro, it's most likely is laggy on that too, but they haven't seen the 1X yet to tell the difference. Shit. That's, so the so the minute they so the minute they check out the one X and see the lag on that not being as being much better, well the latency being non-existent compared to the pro, that's gonna be the moment when people drop everything they're doing and go get the one X. They're gonna need. They're, it's gonna take a courageous friend to buck the system and say, "I'm buying something I want, not you all want," and I'm getting this one X. And when them niggas come over and play that shit, they're gonna go, "Damn." He's yeah, because because Jacob's getting it. Like he said, look, bro, I'm getting it next month. Like, oh shit, I can't wait to come over and play it. Like, just funds right now because like gotta pay off his laptop. laptop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but still, but still though, though, man, I'm happy for Jake. Tell him <laughs> to add me on Xbox, bro. Schmidt dog trail. You feel me? <laughs> What's funny though, he said he was just talking about something. He's like, it's kind of like this recency bias. He's like, shout out to recency bias radio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's another reason why I came up with that name. Everyone <laughs> says recency bias all the time and don't realize it. But when you tell them your shit is called recency bias radio, they say, how do you spell that? It's the funniest shit. Recency bias is one of those phrases people say, but they don't know how to really spell. Yeah. And the more and more they get used to the, the phrase, the more and more radio on the end is going to be much more like a slogan, like a catchphrase. Yeah, like he enjoyed it, but like I said, uh, I think I like we're talking, we've been talking about Cuphead and that, like, that shit looks innovating. I like I said, I'm gonna play it on Steam first before I get the one because I just want to play the game, but, and it's not a demanding game, so you can play it pretty much on any type of a computer, most likely. Yeah, well, so I was just like, like, damn, uh, any type of newer model, yeah, it was like, damn, but like it's out here getting 10 out of 10s and shit, it's like, huh. 
And, and, and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When Sony, when this generation first started and Sony didn't have no games, what was the thing they held on to the longest? Indie titles. Indie titles. All Sony just got the lead, and what did they do? Abandon the indies, right? Now, yeah. all of a sudden, the biggest indie of all time goes only to Xbox and PC, which is basically <laughs> only to Microsoft. And Sony is sitting here with their nuts in their hands, freezing, and all they can do is look like, oh my God, Xbox is starting to become the Sony we used to be. And mark my words, if Microsoft, if they start doing everything to the best interest of the gamer, they already got the money to out sh to shit on Sony. They got the money for to shit on them. So the moment that they have the support of all of their consumers and they have an approval rating over 90%, the moment they get to that level again, because they've already been there, but the moment they get back to that, it's over, man. It's over for <laughs> Sony. Sony is going to have to, mark my words, bro, Sony is going to fuck around and try to make a deal with Nintendo later down the road to do something like Japan versus USA thing because it's going to get to a point where people are going to go, you know, Microsoft, they may have fucked up in the past, but I know for a fact every single game that requires online play will always be better on Xbox. It was better on Xbox with the one when it was lacking in power because of the infrastructure of the online. Now it's going to be better twofold because the, the hardware is twice as strong as the pro. On top of that, the infrastructure of the online servers is better than the pro because of Azura. So, so you got those two things working in it. And then on top of that, they're actually making games like Cuphead which is going to sell units because the same Sony fans who act like we don't have games they'll be interested interested in, now we do. So it's like, wow. And, and Xbox has a back catalog of games that no one has really played because most people have PS4s instead of Xboxes. So you're going to see a lot of software, most likely digitally, sell like hotcakes this, this holiday season because Xbox One X has so many enhanced editions coming out during this winter. It's going to be cracking, bro. They already have over 180 titles confirmed as Xbox One X enhanced. Yeah, 180. Saying, I said that, like I said, like I can just imagine what Cuphead looks like on the Xbox One X. So I'm really interested in seeing it. Like you said, you've actually got the chance to play that. I bet One you that X. shit. I bet you. I bet you that shit can be locked at like 120 frames on the shit. One X, probably. Like, so how does it feel? Because you've had the chance to play the Xbox One X. The One X, man. Well, first off, the controller is the same. So the feel of the controller is no different. I still think it's the best controller ever made. The Xbox One controller. It's just my prefer my preference because I like having my analog sticks asymmetrical as opposed to right next to each other. I don't like it when my thumbs hit. Uh, it's it, it, it just not a good feeling. It feels like I'm, I'm thumb wrestling with myself. Um, but when it comes to games that really are like shooters, uh, sports games, games that are heavily used analog stick based games, Xbox is always the go to because their analog sticks have grips. Now, there's people that argue, well, you can buy grip sticks. You can you can buy uh, things to put on your. But see, you're spending ten dollars just to have grip on your controller. You shouldn't have to spend. $10. And then that's when people say, well, you're still using batteries, though. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't think it's shameful for Xbox to still be utilizing batteries. If you want the rechargeable battery pack, you can buy that. But in my opinion, I know a lot of people with tons of batteries just laying around because nothing else in their life really uses batteries anymore. So in reality, you have infinite life storage. And I don't like it when my PS4 controller is low on battery. I don't like the fact that the flashlight be doing that blinking shit. See, the flashlight yeah. is what makes it lose its battery. 
We don't care about that shit, Sony. Someone lied to Sony one day and said we care about it enough to put a little tiny line across the fucking touch bar, too, on the newer models. Like, no one cares about what color they are. People know what they are. Back in the day, when we used to play games like uh, Know Your Role and Shut Your Mouth, those PS2 wrestling games, we all knew what motherfucker we were because we picked our wrestler. We don't need a color indicator. Does Sony think we're retarded? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're saying that. I mean, you say that's, that. that's what you call over-engineering. When you create something as goofy as that. Some people like playing in the dark. You know, they don't want a fucking flashlight underneath their eyes. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being petty. I just feel like people <laughs> people be petty about batteries. Well, I'm going to be petty about flashlights, my nigga. Yeah, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. Like, it's all, it's all a preference thing, but I can see... Because, like, the PlayStation 3 didn't do that. It had just a little red light. And I honestly believe... And I honestly believe every change Sony has put towards making their DualShock 4 controller more comfortable was copying the Xbox One. I mean, the Xbox 360's controller. From the right from the, from the the right trigger and the left trigger to having, like, that, that curl-up feature to them, that way your finger just rests mm-hmm. on them. Because it used to be, on the PS3, them shits was, be, like on the opposite curve, right? So like a lot of times you would actually drop it and your fucking R2 button would break because it lands on your R2 and L2 buttons first, but now it's curved upward. That way your fingers can lay on it and that way it falls a little bit more flat now. And and see, all of those different architecture choices come from the fact that they know Microsoft got the best controller pad. It's why most PC gamers use Xbox controllers. They don't use PlayStation controllers. And if the controller is 50% of the experience of gaming, how can anyone possibly, and PC users don't even use PlayStation controllers, how can they possibly tell me the PlayStation is a better console to have than the Xbox? And y'all motherfuckers is paying Microsoft by playing on PC. You might as well just admit Microsoft Xbox is better because without Xbox, you wouldn't have a lot of these uh, uh, game share or whatever they have it, whatever it's called, play anywhere games. That's what they call them, play them anywhere. That's on PC and Xbox. You wouldn't have none of those games on PC if it wasn't for the Xbox. So I just find it puzzling that all these people throw shade at Xbox, but they play all of these Xbox exclusives on their PC. Exactly what you're saying. But like, how can I phrase that? Like, we talk about what the hell? Unless someone important texted me, nobody did. <laughs> Getting uh, tweets from uh, other people, like I got if my- it starts with a K. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I actually got a tweet from a lot of peers. Like yesterday, I was like, "Am I tripping right now? Why is IGN texting me right now, tweeting?" <laughs> oh, wait, who's Alana Pierce? Uh. She works for IGN, oh, uh. <laughs> or somebody like that. But I just don't understand why people won't just get all the consoles and just call it quits because that way we could. No, like, what's the problem with cross platforming? I think you've even said that like the Switch is going to be allowed to have cross compatibility with Xbox. So, yep. what's Sony's problem with it? I'll tell you what Sony's problem is, Barry. They know that they online infrastructure is ass. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about this for a second. If Sony enable crossplay on these games now, these same games, when they become older, Perry, where are they going to wind up? <laughs> on Microsoft. Now. No, 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 yeah. no. PlayStation Now. So then when the PS5 comes out and you're playing PS4 games on PlayStation Now that have been crossplay active, 
you're going to be even more shittier because you're playing on a stream and online Shit. against Xbox players and PC. They don't want y'all to get embarrassed. Well, I'm not going to say y'all, but they don't want Sony guys to get embarrassed. That's what it is. It's like it's, it's like sometimes when parents pull their kids out of a tournament, like, it'd be like mm, they, they looking at the competition. You know what? I want to keep my kids confidence high. Let me make an excuse for why we got to leave real quick. You know, sometimes <laughs> Sony has like Sony tried to chalk it up to we're trying to protect the kids that play our console. Shut the fuck up. If Nintendo's OK with this and these motherfuckers need a phone app to play, to talk to motherfuckers on they shit. You mean to tell me y'all can't do crossplay? Come on, Sony. <laughs> don't think we stupid. But see, that's the thing. They say that shit to their fans and their fans eat it up, which shows their fans are stupid. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I think, I think that's why you can't be an uh, uneducated casual. Because, like, like, we've had this conversation, like, what is a casual and what is a, not a hardcore gamer, but, like, a subcategory in between the two. Because hardcore... Is like you know you're really hardcore, but like there's gotta be a subcategory between those two. And like my friend Jake Jacob like, said, like look, I'm definitely not, a, huh? Intermediate, Inter like an intermediate, because like he says he's not in a casual because he plays more than eight hours a day and he plays a variety of games. So that term has got to change in his mind because he doesn't consider himself to be a casual anymore. Oh, if you play eight hours when you, hey, nigga, you hardcore. What's the problem? <laughs> He's like, no, just the fact that like some people just play like Call of Duty or like two K. See, that's the thing. <laughs> so that's the thing. If you only play one game, then you're a hardcore gamer at that game. You're still hardcore. Mm -hmm. You know, but competition is what makes someone hardcore, man. If you mm -hmm. don't care about losing and some shit, you're a casual. A lot, yeah, just, a lot of people just buy a case of beer and they just play Call of Duty. They don't care what their KD is. That's a casual. I couldn't do that shit. I got to see my kill, kill ratio. <laughs> I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. You can be a casual that cares about his KD too. But I'm just saying, though, at the end of the day, though, more often than not, if you care about your KD, if you care about stats and shit like that, then that's the competitor in you. That's the hardcore gamer in you that doesn't want to be trash. Exactly. You know, like for, but what's your... Like you said, like you said, like 2K, like this is the year to pass on it, but like you said you played it the second time. You're like, yeah, I don't know about this shit. What has been your personal experience? Because you talked about how there's laggy experiences, but well, what have you experienced? Well, see, here's the thing. I've only played 2K once. Oh, okay. I played it at my homeboy crib. <laughs> and when I played it, it was cold. But see, as time goes on, people start <laughs> exploiting shit. And see, luckily for me, I'm not around for when they're exploiting it. I'm going to show up after everything's been patched already. So the game going to be completely different for me as it was for these niggas on launch. So I'm looking at it from the perspective of whatever they're complaining about now, that should not have any type of, that shouldn't hold any type of weight towards whether I get it in a month. So that's my entire approach. And I'm still going to get it just because I'm a basketball guy. Um... And I want to see those graphics on the One X. I mean, I feel like if you're going to get a game on the One X, it should be, and it is a sports game, it has to be 2K. What other game is going to really show a difference to you? I know that this came out today. Like, oh, I came out today on IGN. I'm just using them as a source because, like, I look at it every day. They actually gave Forza a 9.5, which is their highest rating for that game. I'm like, hmm. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> I wonder how big. There's this, a change. I wonder, <laughs> like I said, like, I wonder what this One X really can do then. <laughs> Bro, Sony used to be known for their racing games, Midnight Club. You had, uh, even though that was on Xbox 2 towards the end of the road. I but. forgot that Gran Turismo was even coming out this month. I didn't even realize it was coming out. <laughs> because they pushed it back so much. See, that's what Sony does. They get people hyped for games. They push it back. And then they show trailers. And, and they never give you release dates. That's what Sony does. People are geeked up about Spider-Man. But if it's coming out a year after the movie, what the fuck I want to play that game anymore for? <laughs> they should have dropped the shit with the movie. Period. Yeah. yeah, even though it's a different storyline. You said, fuck Spider-Man all day. <laughs> like, you don't fucking care. <laughs> but like you said, like, and also they give you like the horizon thing. I'm like, I guess I'll play it because I beat it. But it's like, why, why, why drop a complete edition? Why drop a complete edition? <laughs> I agree with you, bro. I mean, <laughs> but see, they're dropping these complete editions because they know they've already scammed a certain amount of gamers with DLC already. So let's go ahead and get these new adopters that are getting all of these consoles late. You know, so they throw out these complete editions. They did it with Witcher, but see, Witcher was actually a game of the year, so that warranted a complete edition. <laughs> We're getting complete editions for straight trash. I mean, <laughs> Destiny Taken Kings. Do I need to see at a pawn shop? We you can go in. Let's go talk Destiny because you said that you were going to make it happen. If you're going to get make happen. you're like, yeah, no. Nice. Well, see, here's the thing. I told my homeboy at the time, my homeboy Alex. I told him, look, you get an Xbox, I'll get Destiny. Because I know he's obsessed with Destiny, but he legit don't have no real friends on PlayStation. Most of the people he be in little, uh, what do they call the shit? Fire teams, I think they call them. Yeah, I guess so. I've never uh, played the, the people that he ha- The people he has on his fire teams are niggas he never met in real life, though. It'd be a whole bunch of like dudes he just met up with on matchmaking. and all. Like, you want to be friends? Okay, let's do a fire team together from now on. He don't have no real friends on PlayStation with him, but he loves PlayStation. So I told him, hey, man, you switch over, I get Destiny. But we've recently had a falling out, so I'm not getting Destiny. Fuck that. <laughs> you feel me? Like I said, the more I looked at it and, like, like I'm a review, I'm trying to become more of a reviewer. I'll buy it for $15, though. <laughs> Remember when like, we talked about Perry? There's certain games that's only worth a dub. Yeah, dub. I got Injustice 2 for, like, $25. I was like, <laughs> and that was, like, the first two weeks it was out. Motherfuckers like, here, I need some weed money. Fuck this game. You got oh, you got less than the Amazon Prime deal because Amazon Prime deal is forty eight, so you got it way less. <laughs> For real though, man, and, and see, that's the risk reward factor with a lot of these let goes and Craigslists and shit. Mm-hmm. Five miles, you know. Yeah, you could get robbed, but when the money is not that high that you're really risking in this situation, I doubt someone's <laughs> gonna rob you for twenty dollars. I mean, yeah, it's like if that nigga need to rob you for twenty dollars, he most likely don't got no gas in his car. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Like that's exactly. above like, just tweaking. <laughs> but like I said, like I, me becoming more of a reviewer, I thought, oh, you know what? I ch- I'll t- check it out. I don't really play first person shooters because I get sick, but like I gotta overcome it. I'm I'm older enough to overcome it. I just play it in segments. You're like, yo, I think I want to grab it. He's like, Why the hell would you grab this game? <laughs> I was like, What do you mean? You were thinking about grabbing Destiny too? Yeah, I said, like, what do you mean? I was gonna what, grab what it. Think, what you thinking about grabbing it on PS4 or PC? PS4, because this oh, is a okay. laptop. So I was just like, oh, yeah, right, right, right. Right. It was like, I was just like, I'll get it on PS4. Because, like, PC doesn't come out until this month. Well, I'll just say this to you, Perry. How about this? 
if it, when you get the one X, if you want to get Destiny, <laughs> I'll get it. I'll, I'll make that deal with you because at the end of the day, it's one of those games. It's you can only have three man teams anyway, so I'd be playing with you and one other person. You know, maybe Jake. You feel me? So that's what it comes down to. If y'all want to get it, I'll get it. You, t- I already told well, you, he eBay. Yeah, that's gonna get this shit. So it's oh, like, so y'all could just share it, right? Yeah, I'm like no, he's got the as physical copy. Yeah, okay. but I was like, okay, cool. So uh, I should get it. He's like, no, like you shouldn't get this game at all. I'm like, really? Oh, so he's basically telling you, I made a mistake, bro. <laughs> Pretty much. No, don't do it to yourself, fam. <laughs> and like he, like he talked me out of it. I was like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like. I'm saying, bro. I mean, I saw the Angry Joe review, and at the end of the day, it looks just like Destiny One. Yeah, it looks like now they actually have a story, but now their story looks like some ripoff Halo shit, you know. And it wasn't, and it is Bungie, so it makes sense. But you know, these new enemies that they think of, man, can y'all for once? Can y'all make an enemy that's you know doesn't doesn't look like a fucking ogre or something like? Like damn, they always they always create these orcs. They look like they're from Shadow of Mordor, and then put on some like metallic armor and go, "Oh, he has a cannon!" Like I no, think that game's gonna rest in peace though, for real. And I want to play it. Shadow of War, that shit looks cool, but like when they said microtransactions, they're like, eh, "Nope." <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling they would indulge in it. See, the first game came out of nowhere, so they couldn't really piss off the little mi- about a, a amount of fans that were just buying it for his Lord of the Ring tie-ins. So now with this second game, now they can do some Assassin's Creed bullshit, some Ubisoft shit, you know, and yeah. that's just what it is. You're not even an Assassin's Creed fan, so you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm not, like, but I kind of want to support it because it's about Africa. Origins. You feel me? Like, I, like, you know, I was talking to you. Wasn't it in our last episode when I told you that we don't have a lot of black people in general as protagonists yeah. in games? Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's one of the one that's one of the few reasons why I do want to get this Assassin's Creed because I didn't appreciate three. I thought it was going to be about a black guy, but it was really about a Native American kid who was biracial, who had daddy issues, and it was just goofy as hell, you know. And yeah, I didn't appreciate it. I thought it was a very culturally insensitive, and you know, but it kind of reminded me of uh, remember King of the Hill with the with uh, Johnny Redcorn or whatever the fuck <laughs> that dude. It felt like a game about his life. It was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't know, man. But in all though, yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. At the end of the day, the destinies of the world, man. They're getting usurped by Battlefront. Let's just call a spade a spade. Um, people fuck with Destiny, but they only fuck with Destiny because that's the game they can be a no life at, and it's rewarded. Oh yeah. I but can't the do the is, same mission over and over, though. Exactly, Fuck that shit. bro. And see, people always trying to, it's just like a MOBA, man. It's just like any game where you're looting. I mean, that's the game. That's the meta. What do you want? And it's like, I want some shit that's going to be different each time I pick the controller up. That's all I'm asking for yeah. is a game, okay? Deja vu makes my brain hurt, okay? If you know yeah. me. So I'm not cool with that shit, man. I mean, at least Battlefield's gonna be different. Call of Duty's gonna be different when you play it, like every time. Like, yeah. And see, Call of Duty. This is the one year I feel like we all need to. I just want to PSA to everyone. We all need to buy Call of Duty this year. Why? Because there's no more fucking jetpacks. Let's show them. We'll pay with our wallet. 
will talk with our wallet when they do something that we want. I think this game is going to be incredible because it's back in the day. You ain't going to have motherfuckers with all of these nerdy ass scopes on their guns and shit. Motherfuckers ain't going to have hella grenade launchers and shit. This is back in the day where technology wasn't that crazy and you had to legit be a savage. Okay, so I think this game's going to be great, fam. I think it's going to be great. And I didn't get to play the beta, of course, because I haven't had a console since. Damn. Since I got my. No, wait. I haven't had a console since. June. Yeah, I mean, around the time where I got them jerseys is around. The, yeah, so maybe like June or July. I haven't had a console. Yeah, it's, since, been, so. it's been a, it's been a few months, so it's like. Yeah, so so at the end of the day, I feel like I'm in. A, I'm recharged, like, and 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 I'm fiending now to have a video game system to play again. But you know, I don't know. I I think a lot of these games, bro. You know, the uh, we were talking about Assassin's Creed initially. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. I have high hopes for it, but I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling that a game like this was only okayed by the video game commission. Whoever the people are that that okay these games, they green light them to be funded. I have a feeling that they're going to do some some fucked up shit to black folks in this game. They're going to find a way to rewrite history somehow. Mm. And mark my words, we're going to see some gods of Egypt shit. Some white dude pop up out of a coffin, be like, I'm the king. And then be like, man. Don't get your big King Tut looking ass boy. Yeah, like this is my video game. Fuck you talking. But yeah, but but at the end of the day, uh, come on, Assassin's Creed. It's it's really hard for y'all to ruin this. You know, this is something new. This is something people have been asking for. I think it's gonna be really dope to run up a pyramid and get to the top of it. It's an open world fucking game. Come on, like this is a right though open world. (laughs) No, this is really the generation of open world. Let's say that because (laughs) if you really think about it, GTA Five came out right before this generation and pretty much is still hot in this generation now. So that's like five years straight of GTA 5 running this generation. But because GTA 5 was such a success, you have all these copycats. The watchdogs of the world come out. Um, you you had a remaster of Saints Row come out. And and and, and then you got uh, games like Crackdown, which I guess counts as an open world game, um, which is coming out this holiday season as well, Red which Dead I'm Redemption, expecting to be good. Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, Shoot, I, I know there's hella games I'm not mentioning right now. That's probably on Sony's console. A Witcher, of course. I Witcher, mean, Horizon, so, I guess. So, like, it, it's an open world renaissance. We can just coin that phrase, open world renaissance. And the thing is, when you have too much of something, too, when you have too much of a good thing, it becomes a bad thing. And and I think they're 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 pushing their luck here. You know, if if I'm one of these companies, like I heard Watch Dogs Two was a good game, but they pissed me off so much with Watch Dogs 1, I would never give them my money. You know, mm. and then you have Far Cry's coming, you know? So it's, it's man, it's, it's a lot of games to play, man. And that's why I honestly don't think, I don't think that Spider-Man game gonna sell like that. I think the buzz on is gonna die, man. And don't and mark my words, it might get pushed back to the PS5. Ooh, shit. With, along might, with The Last of Us 2? <laughs> because 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 I think Sony, I think in the back of Sony's mind, they are terrified of having a game that performs worse than these Xbox One X games are going to perform. And if they can, they'll push something back to avoid the negative publicity, to keep the illusion alive that they're still ahead. And I could definitely see that, you know, and, you know, that, that it, their track record says that they will do shit like that, you know. Gears, uh, God of War, for instance, that new God of War, mark my words, that's PS5 bound. That shit ain't coming to PS4. Oh, you don't think it's going to come out? Even though it says early no. 2018, you're like, no, it's pushed back. Perry, <laughs> Perry, whenever they say early 
late, mid. That means we don't know when the fuck this shit going to be ready. <laughs> We're just going to give y'all a window. You feel me? Like, that's bullshit, bro. Like, and see, they say early to make you hype, make you want to pre-order it now. Because if they said mid, people would wait. You feel me? They want to, you know, they want to lock in your money early and, and hope you forget about the shit. That way they got you. You feel me? And that's that's what the whole game is with all of these trailers with without release dates, man. I mean, like, impulse buys. Like seriously, though, like they did like release a lot of things, like just like trailer, trailer. But like, here's one thing that I might have to ask because you knew the actual name. How do you feel about this Monster Hunter game? I know you're not as like you said. There's another game that most people don't know about, but they prefer Monster Hunter. It's called Toki Den Kiwami. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a PlayStation exclusive. It started off on the Vita and then it came to the PS4. But um, but yes, um, Monster Hunter, it's one of those games where like I'll download the demo on my 3DS and I'll go, this isn't for the 3DS. The graphics is too uh it's just blurry. It looked like N64 shit. So, you know, I I mean I can see a dude playing it on PS4 or the Switch. Uh usually they're on Japanese-based consoles. Um they have a huge following to them. Um, and see, the thing is, I always get Monster Hunter confused with that cartoon back in the day, Monster Rancher. So yeah. I always have to rejoggle my brain to what Hunter is compared to Rancher. Because Rancher, I just remember that kid on the roller skates and shit. Yeah, yeah With the little yeah, one-eye yeah. orange thing, you know? Yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. They use the damn dish. <laughs> yeah, I fucked fuck with that shit a long way. Man, we used to have dope cartoons, man. And somewhere along the way, <laughs> shit got fucked up. And shoot, the Batman Telltale Season 2 came out. Telltale Season 1 for Batman was really good. Uh, that's a game I low-key want to play because I know it's cheap. If you buy the season pass, it's probably only like $20. You know, oh, that's sure. probably another yeah, game. Right. It's probably be fun. What was it, like five chapters? No, like mm -hmm. okay. And they release each month. So that might be something for you to play on PC. That shouldn't be too demanding. Um, and it plays itself like Sony exclusives do. Zing! <laughs> Got y'all, motherfuckers. Hey, man, I'm ethering Sony tonight, man. I'm fucking bullshit. Like, so like Sony, like you, you have some good points though. Like Sony has, like just. I'm saying though, I, I told people this 24 episode would be <laughs> catastrophic. My man. I mean, like, me, bro. Like you said, like, like you agree with the Lost Legacy uh, right, review that I said, like. It is true though. Like, why repackage this shit up? <laughs> because man, Sony knows the only thing they got selling exclusives wise is Uncharted. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn sold well for a new IP, but that was bought because no one had anything to play in March. Let's just keep it all the way a, sp a spade to spade. <laughs> there was no other no other game for people to play. It's like, oh well, let me buy this feminist copy, Native American. Uh, apologetic mech game, uh, this crossover weird shit. Let me buy this. And like, I want to know like when these actual projects started. Like, I want to know when Breath of the Wild started, and I want to know when Horizon Zero Dawn started because they are too fucking similar in games to out in game story. <laughs> I, I just think Horizon Zero Dawn is it's just trash. I was watching this uh Mooch and Crap in the morning. By the way, shout out to Mooch and Crap. I get a lot of my uh. A lot of my Xbox news from them, along with Next Gen 720, Zaire, Stand Up. Um, and they, they do this Sunday morning show where they take, like, uh, guest listeners come on and they get and they ask questions through Skype. 
and they funnel the Skype questions in into Google Hangouts. And uh, so they they ask the question, they cut them off Skype, and then they ask them the question, and then they answer the question. So they were talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, and Mooch was like, you know, I had tons of Sony guys tell me that Horizon Zero Dawn is real fun uh, once you learn how to set the trap for the machine. And he was like, what the fuck am I setting a trap for? And I agree with him. I like, never said that. Far cry. Never seen. Never set a trap at all. Yeah, I, it's like <laughs> if you have a bow and arrow, why are you shooting at the ground? Like what? Like I just felt that to be the dumbest. And you know why these game mechanics were created to make the game longer? Game padding. You feel me? You know, let's create certain <laughs> things for you to do that are tedious. You know, and that's you all know, Destiny is, and that's all Shadow of Mordor really is. The same shit. Over and over. I mean, like, but like, I'll go ahead and go on record. It only took me 70 hours to platinum the damn game. Only 70 hours to platinum. I was like, damn. One time through. No, hey, man. Kudos to you, man. Because <laughs> you are a true completionist. You be completioning <laughs> games that you know is ass just because you spent 60. I can respect that. You're like, like I'm not trading you in, bitch. I'm playing this. Like, you feel one me? time through, and I was like, he was like, yeah, you beat the Witcher. Like, fuck, I need to go back to the Witcher now. <laughs> you know, like, fuck the bullshit. Like, there's nothing like, and like, you know, it's crazy. It's kind of like a calm before the storm here in October right now. It's like, whatever you're playing right now, you might want to beat it as soon as possible because, like, real talk, this is this is grind month, bro. <laughs> like, this is legit grind month. This is the month to save your money up for all the games you want next month. Now, some games you're gonna people are gonna wait to buy in December and they're gonna call them Christmas presents for themselves. But we all know. People love having one or two games before Thanksgiving to play because when your family comes over, sometimes you want to show off your shit. So yeah. that's what really what Black Friday is about. It's like, hey, uh, but the Black Friday happens after Thanksgiving, though. But like, like seriously, though, it's like this. Well, it's Christmas, though. <laughs> you shit we yeah, talk about. Right. But like I said, but like just to think though, like I personally think I'm, I'm going to get Assassin's Creed, but like. I've got to play Mario. Like Mario's just here. <laughs> like yeah. I know how you feel about it. You're just like, oh, I don't know. Well, see, see, I, I'm just not a fan of uh. Let, let's hashtag this shit. Frisbee cap. I'm not a fan <laughs> of frisbee cap, bro. Like, like we finna have niggas to listen to this. And be like, bro, that frisbee cap line, genius. You feel me? I'm not a fan of the frisbee cap, fam. Like, like what are we doing here, bro? Like. Here we go. Just spinning some shit. Like, what? Like, like Mario. Like, come on, bro. Don't don't show your Wayne Rooney resident hairline and taking off your hat. You know, know, there's actually there's actually a thing going around that some people are disappointed that they're like showing off Mario's body because there's like a swimming area. I'm like, wait, what? Either they are highly homophobic or they are very conservative <laughs> in their beliefs. Either way, motherfuckers need to chill out. It's a game. <laughs> it's a game. And Those aren't real sell. nipples, okay? They are polygons. <laughs> and it's going to sell. The fuck you mean? That's what I'm saying. It's like, but like, what have you been playing here recently? <laughs> well, for real, though. But um, the games I've been playing recently... um. Shoot, Pokemon, Pokemon Moon. I've been playing some Inazuma Eleven, and for the most part, those are the only two games. And 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 I, and I sometimes jump in and out of uh of Avalon. Uh, hang, I forgot the name of the game. Avalon Code. Avalon Code. There we go. Sometimes I jump in and out of Avalon Code, but the thing is, like a lot of times, I be losing my stylus, and I need stylus, my styluses for 
both of those DS games as opposed to Pokemon. I don't need my stylus for that. So whenever I lose my stylus, it keeps me from playing those games more often. So lately, I've just been building my six-man team because you got to catch these hands. So, I got to. Okay? Like, Perry been bullshitting. Like, hey, my, my, brother, my brother got all my games. I mean, all my Pokemon, bro. And then, and, then, and then he hits me up and he goes, hey, bro, I got Pokemon, son, but I ain't got my Pokemon yet. I'm like, what? I'm like, boy, if you don't show, get your ass to the PC. But And then he was like, but hold up. They won't obey you, though, until you beat the game, right? I'm like, online, they obey your ass. That shit don't count. Well, if you don't get these hands. But no, no, my team ain't even ready yet. I got three out of the six ready, but not the other one. Is, I, was, I was chilling with a girl when you sent me your messages yesterday. She goes like, I don't know much about Pokemon, but that was funny as fuck. <laughs> like, for real, though, bro. I'm like, man, who the fuck is this red-haired dude with one eyeball trying to challenge me for this Pokemon title? Do you think you're going to skip uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? You know, see, that's the thing. At first, <laughs> I was going to skip it. <laughs> and that, and see, now I'm in this weird situation where I don't want to pay for Pokemon Bank. Well, the $5 or just for a year? I, I was only five dollars a year. Yeah, somebody made it seem like it was some like subscription based fee, like Netflix a month or something. I'm like, man, oh. y'all eat a bit. Okay, you know what? I'll get Pokemon back then. Cause see that that's what made me scared. Because I'm like, Ultra Ultra Sun Ultra Moon come out. I'm not gonna have a way to bring my uh, uh, people to that game unless I have Pokemon Bank. So I'm like, man, I just want to keep my Sun and Moon in. And plus, I didn't want to have to deal with importing a whole another game. But it, you know. Now that I can just go to the fucking Nintendo store and just download it. It's not that big of a deal, but you know, yeah, it's only five dollars a year, so it's like okay. Oh yeah, oh shit, that's better than Podomatic money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Podomatic be like, pay us a hundred dollars for a certain amount of capacity. Like what? This hundred ain't infinite, bro. It's not oh, it's like not one time payment. <laughs> Y'all the Verizon Wireless or podcast directories, boy. <laughs> this shit expensive, boy. Oh, you should just see Podbean. That shit's ridiculous too. You're running low on 4G LTE. Looking at this, boy. <laughs> well, 128 <why> KB. <laughs> so why would you try a game like uh, Metroid? Well, see, that's the thing. The Metroid on the DS, bro, nah, bro, nah. <laughs> that ain't me, bro. You know, I'll play Cuphead, but I ain't playing that shit, okay? <laughs> like, you even told me, man, I need a grip to play it. Oh, you need a grip to play it? I don't want to play it, man. I'm see, always I like at the end of it, too. I don't need my grip to play. You feel me? Like, <laughs> But no, though, at the end of the day, remakes, they just don't, they don't do it for me. You know, they don't get me excited. You know, like it, even if they were to remake Witcher 2 with Witcher 3 graphics, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'd just be like, we could have had Cyberpunk 2077, but instead we're getting Witcher 2 remastered. You know, I, I like to see new stuff, you know, like I've beaten Skyrim like four times. Like if I love a game, I will find a way to play it again. But I'm not even getting Skyrim Special Edition. I didn't been there and done that too much. Project, so, so you're a true Project Red friend, then, for real. So yeah, I love CD Project Red. I, I just, I just love the way their approach to gaming is. They're no holds barred. They don't give a fuck. They started off on PC, and then they finally got their notoriety on console. And the thing that I love about them is they know how to make a polished PC game, and they know how to make a polished console game. Every, every developer can't do that. 
usually the PC game, it has tons of fucked up uh, stuff that require patches or the game's broken altogether and people are on Steam demanding their money back. And, you know, lawsuits have happened on a lot of a lot of these PC games. So, you know, CD Projekt Red is one of the few companies that truly are thorough with it from both a PC and console market. So I truly love CD Projekt Red. And I just like the, the thought of calling a game Cyberpunk 2077. It's just pop. Play it, man. I I did, I, better job today, though. But what was you saying, bro? <laughs> I said I, I was really hoping. Uh, no, I, said, I'm, I can't wait to play that because, like, after playing The Witcher, I'm like, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> like, yeah. like you For said, really, like, that's like actually, if we look at it, after all the recommendations, that was one of your recommendations. I'm glad that you recommended it. And, and, you, like, and you took forever to play it. Perry, yeah. was, Perry was like, hey, man, I'm going to play it as soon as I finish this. I, I think you said as soon as you finish. What game was it, Perry? Persona. He was like, Persona. I'm like, boy, if you don't stop. We talking about Witcher 3. We talking about Geralt of Rivia. Okay? We're not talking about Stephanie Curry. Okay? You feel me? Like, we're talking about Geralt. Okay, I used to call him Geralt back in the day. Yeah, damn. <laughs> you know, but yeah, man, we're talking about Geralt, man. Geralt is one of the to me, Geralt is the new solid snake. To me, he's the new, he he's that new anti-hero everyone thinks is a badass. Because the stuff Geralt has to deal with in each one of his games, first off, the way the story well, let's just go ahead and jump in on Witcher Three now. Like, remember there was the three, um, the three witches, right? Yes, yes, yes. That yes. was some freaky shit going on. How they yeah. were kidnapping those kids? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is going on that here? Was, like, that was freaky. I didn't know what game I was playing. Okay, but luckily we we were a little vague with it. But it, all I'm saying though is, I didn't trust the old lady. The one that was introducing you to the witches that brought yeah, you around, I didn't, I didn't I, trust I didn't like her at all. Either. I thought she was in on it. Turns out she was being manipulated by, by witchcraft. Yeah. You know? And when so, she touched the tapestry and shit. <laughs> yeah. Bro, like, and then you yeah, and you went in her room and in her house and you figured out all that stuff that was going on. Man, yeah. Incredible. Incredible detail, bro. The outside environments, there was like this little kid who was outside near that area where the witches were. Uh, there was like a little kid who was like blind or something. I can't remember what happened with this little kid, but he was in the cut and he was actually one of the little kids that they were trying to kidnap. And I think they were trying to kidnap him because he was blind or deaf. There was some reason why they wanted him specifically because they knew him having a disability would make him impossible to overcome their spells. It was some crazy stuff, but it just goes to show that you could play the game and you could come across a whole bunch of side missions I didn't see yet. And then we compare notes and we go, wow, all of this was in this game. You know, like the last, the last island, what was it called? Skilliga? Skilliga, yeah. To me, Skilliga, even though I will admit that Novigrad was the best part of the game, because I felt like it was the part of the game where everything got real, and then you had to deal with the love triangle of of Yennefer <laughs> and uh, Shorty. I forgot Shorty's name, even though I chose her over Yennefer. Yennefer? Oh, Trish. Yeah, Trish. There we go. Hey, Trish is wifey, man. Trish <laughs> held me down in number in the second game, so I had to hold her down in the third game. That's just how the it should be. Red hairs, we got it. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it should be. Perry, a player, though. You told me I was over here playing both of them, like you uh, Stevie J or something. Yeah. 
You feel me, coach? <laughs> but yeah, man, me and Trish, we went way back like four flats on the Cadillac. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny, if you pick if you pick Trish, you get to basically smash on the top of this tower with her. You feel oh, me? I did that too. <laughs> oh, okay. So you did oh, so you did you smash both of them essentially. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, see, I, I turn I turned that Yennefer. Cause see, Yennefer was pissing me off, bro. Because I felt like Yennefer, she wanted Yennefer was okay with Geralt being a bad person. That's the problem I had with Yennefer. Yennefer, it didn't feel like she wanted Geralt to be the best Geralt he could be. It felt like she wanted him to just rely on the fact that he was a witcher to just get the job done by any means necessary. To some people, that's cool. Because it feels like she's like, you know, this anti-hero heroine, you know? But in reality, though, I just felt like Yennefer was willing to cut Especially at the beginning of the game. The beginning of the game, it felt like Yennefer was on the other side for real. Yeah, it, it felt like, like she was trying to set you up. Like seriously, you had to go search for her too. I'm like, whoa, coach, hold up, coach. Why am I searching mm-hmm. for someone that doesn't really like me? <laughs> and see, in the second game, they explain it. They explain all of it because there was like in the second game. Of course, they give you like a quick little recap of what went down when you're getting your hair cut, and they're asking you questions over what happened in the last game. But when you're getting shaven, I mean, and a haircut, but um. In the second game, there was this situation with this dragon, and this dragon was coming to destroy the city. And no, 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 no. The dragon wasn't coming to destroy the city. The princess was the dragon. That's what it was. And you didn't know the princess was the dragon. You just heard about this dragon that would come around every so every so amount of years. And this dragon would come and cause havoc. And you got to chose whether you turned on the girl, told her secret, or kept it to yourself. But regardless, you still had to deal with the dragon. Either you had to deal with the aftermath of the dragon doing some dumb shit or not. And if you chose to side with the dragon, at the end of the game, you had another choice to fight her again. For and real, then, damn. And, and you could lock her in a dimension this other witch like it, it was crazy the second game was crazy but it was crazy because they had this uh they had this dude who kind of looks like iori from uh king of fighters who was like this <laughs> elf yeah he was like this elf dude in the second one and he was low-key one of my favorite characters because he was just a badass and him and Geralt, they had this weird relationship it reminded me of cyclops and wolverine kind of where they both kind of just want to kill each other but they both need each other to survive and it was a great co- uh, combination but Yennefer wasn't in the second game at all for the most part. The entire second game was about Geralt looking for Yennefer because he lost her. And he didn't remember why how he lost her. So the second game was all about him remembering all of his memories and getting back to who he was by the beginning of the third game. And see, by the beginning of the third game, that's why they call it the Wild Hunt because the Wild Hunt comes around and it's always a situation, a huge war that goes on in the Wild Hunt. And it's hard to survive. And him and Yennefer survived the first while, well, the first one that they've been through already, and that's how they fell in love. But then when the second one had time to come, that's when he was like, oh, shit, I'm fucked. I need to find her and shit like that. But the game is just great. The second one is is a great game for what it is. I think it's backwards compatibility on the one. It should be because it's an exclusive game. I don't see why it, sh- it isn't. It should be. Um, that and Lost Odyssey, to me, are the class of 360 up there with Mass Effect. Um, and I low key, here's another thing, Perry, I'm low key interested in getting the mass effect trilogy because it's backwards compatible. I don't want to play for Andromeda. I don't want to play it. I'd rather go back and play mass effect two because really mass effect two was the one game I never beat. I beat one and three, but you didn't beat two. Oh shit. Two was so hard for me, bro. 
but I played two before I played three and one back in the day. So that's why I was so difficult. I, I wasn't used to the gameplay. But Mass Effect, without Mass Effect, we wouldn't have GTA Five, and that's what I be trying to tell these niggas that only play GTA. Like y'all need to support these other games because they could impact your GTA, and you don't even know it. You know, I mean, like it'd be like you said, like just think about it. Like look at all the, all these games impacted Zelda. Like they, Zelda's a prime example of that for real. Like. Yeah, like, and Nintendo, like they're known as a company that innovates but doesn't try to stray too far away from the NES at the same time. And they yeah. did a lot of innovation <laughs> with the Zelda. Yeah. So it's like, good God, it's like amazing. Like I said, like we haven't really talked that much about Nintendo, but you're like, you've said, like, yeah. if there's not another Zelda, I'm not going to play it. Like, <laughs> I mean, see, here's the thing, bro. I like Pokemon Tournament, but will I buy a system just to have that? No. I like Mario Kart. But would I buy a, a, a $300 system just to play that? No. I like Zelda. Would I buy a $300 system to do it? Yeah. You know, there are some games you'll do it for, and there's some that you won't. And see, Twilight Princess was trash to me because you had to spend so much time as a wolf. I didn't like that game either. That's Exactly. But that that's the ugly, that's the ugly duckling of the entire Zelda collection to me. It's that game. Because that was the game that was on the Wii and the GameCube, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, you're right. Uh-huh. And I remember it looked a lot better on the Wii, but I hated the gameplay on the Wii. And it looked a little worse on the GameCube, but I love the, the controller. But the yeah. thing is, I didn't have a GameCube. My brother had the GameCube, so I had to get a Wii. And then it was like, oh. <laughs> you know, <is> it? <sighs> but I wish I wish Nintendo, real talk, I wish they would just make a console um, with a new era GameCube controller and just make it a console, man. And, and and turn the switch into the next 3ds like put po put the next pokemon on the 3d i mean on the switch bro you know that there's pc mods with like upgraded um with upgraded graphics packs on pokemon sun and moon on pc there's actual video clips of it on youtube bro those graphics look amazing amazing like when i tell you if you look at that you'll go this what it could be on the switch what the fuck why isn't ultra sun and ultra moon dropping on the switch and it's all because i think they don't want it to cut into the Pokemon tournament EX sales. So they're kind of like, uh, let, let's there's more units of the 3DS out there. We'll make more money if we put this on 3DS, but let's put this Pokemon tournament on the on, on this so you know we can get some Wii U people to start adapting the switch. And you know, they're trying to kind of trying to jump into both. I definitely think the next Pokemon game after Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon has to be a Switch exclusive. If it's not on the Switch, Nintendo's fucked up completely. I mean, they already there's still hope. They already announced that it's coming to the Switch next year, but yeah, like, but they say, but they called it a Pokemon Adventure game. For all we know, that could be Pokemon Dungeon or some shit. Ah, shit. You know, like yeah. you gotta be careful when they just call it the Pokemon Adventure game. Like you don't say that. You say a new Pokemon game. You say, uh, or announce the actual title of it so we'll have an idea. You know, if it's gonna, if if it's not called Pokemon and then one word after that, most likely it's not gonna be the game we want. Yeah. We want something called Pokemon uh, Velvet. I don't give a fuck yeah. what it's called, but we want something called Pokemon Insert Material here. Right, like like you said, Pokemon Red 2.0. Like, oh shit, okay, yeah. what is that? <laughs> Some shit like that would actually work. But it seems like they should just come out with a game and call it Pokemon Switch. That, because once it's out on the Switch, there's no point in having two different copies of it. I mean, I understand why they do it because they want kids to get both versions and have all the Pokemon. But when, uh, I guess they have to keep making two versions. It's tradition. But 
But I mean, damn, if you're going to do that, man, at least bring it to the Switch. Because, man, Perry, when, when, we're, when we get done with this, bro, I'm telling you, bro, look up the YouTube video of some of these Pokemon Sun and Moon graphics on these battles. You're going to be like, oh, my God, that's what fucking, uh, uh, what's the name of that blonde-haired emo kid? Oh, shit. That looked like Sasuke and Sanji fused together on the game. <laughs> I forgot his name. Sasuke and, I don't know. Uh... Like, he always be like... He always be on some JoJo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. I know exactly what you're talking about. The kid. Oh. I, I forgot. I forgot his name. But anyway, we, we all know who I'm talking about. If they're listening to this podcast and play Pokemon, yeah. you know they got motherfuckers like that. Look crispy as hell on PC, boy. On 3DS, that motherfucker, boy. He got all these fucking blurry edges around him and shit. It's like, ugh. you feel me? <laughs> exactly. So they need to go ahead and change that. But like you said. um, are you so like I know you're really excited about Xenoblade, but you're not going to get that. You're like, I gotta play the first one before I play the second one, or are you just like, I'll just wait. Um, I love Xenoblade from afar. I've never really played it. I plan on getting Chronicles on 3DS, uh, I mean, on 2DS XL. Um, but the thing is, though, I kind of feel like getting it on 2DS XL is gonna take away from my first impression. I'm a I think it's going to make me naturally stop looking at it on a curve scale because it's on 2DS and I'm just going to start grading it for what it is. And I'm worried that it's going to have some problems because it's not on a Wii. I don't know. I'm just scared to play it for the first time on a handheld console when it wasn't initially intended for console. Well, I've actually played a little bit of it on the 3DS. It played fine. Like, no. Okay. Play the okay. same. It played exactly And is it one of those games where you just run up to an enemy and the fight immediately starts, or is it one of those games where that like screen breaks and then it goes? No, like, it, like, it, it initially just starts. Okay, so it's a legit like action adventure. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So Final how do you feel like Kingdom Hearts? Ooh. <laughs> well, see, here's the here's the beauty of this. This is the most karma <laughs> uh, about all of this. Imagine this. Who, if someone would have told you this four years ago, Perry, would you believe them? <laughs> that Kingdom Hearts 3 would be better on Xbox. <laughs> would you believe that shit? No, if someone said that to you? I, I, well, guess, I, guess what, niggas? It's going to be better on Xbox. Because, like, personally, I would get it on, on the console that I played it on. That would make sense. But if it plays better on that other console, <laughs> what are well, we doing? I mean, look, the only way it doesn't play better on the 1X is if... Kojima, I mean Tetsuya Nomura goes out of his way to like piss on the dev kits before they start. I mean, there's no way this game will not be because we gotta remember every console is x86 architecture for the most part. Some of it has some custom and the custom shit inside of it. Like for instance, a Scorpio, a lot of their GPU and CPU is custom made, and that's why you can't build a PC to be that small. You feel me? At that powerful, it's just not possible. And that's why a lot of people with PCs, they have what they call uh, like modules. And uh, I forgot the actual name for them. Those uh, those things that they slide their PCs on and shit. I, I forgot the name of it. But, but anyway, um, at the end of the day, Kingdom Hearts 3 looks amazing. I saw the trailer, the Toy Story trailer. Incredible. Uh, but my thing, though, is... Damn, they waited this long to put Toy Story in it. So what other things that they waited a while to do? I mean, I'm assuming they're going to probably do something like Moana. Most likely they're going to do Frozen because that's popular. Um, so I'm it's expecting Incredibles those two. For real. <laughs> but, you know. in Incredibles, I think they have to do Incredibles. But isn't that Pixar? 
Pixar is still technically Disney, though. Oh, they are. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. I always thought they were different because it always seems like Universal made Pixar movies. I don't know why it felt like that to me, but it mm-hmm. did. Like those Monsters, Inc. shits. I always thought all of that was made by the same stuff. Well, Toy Story's Pixar, so that's how oh, it works. Yeah, you're right then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, duh. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was badass how you like jump out the window and the motherfuckers is fighting on the roof and then yeah. they, they jump to the driveway. I'm like, bro. These graphics is nasty, dog. And that's when I started realizing there's no way in hell this gameplay footage is on a PS4 Pro, bro. There's no way. <laughs> that was some X shit, bro. It was it was at least PC. I'm I mean, telling y'all, and, that was not the, no PS4. And for Woody and Buzz to look like Woody and Buzz, it was like, huh? It, and see, what? that's the thing. Imagine how pissed off Sony gamers are gonna feel when they get their hands on this and all the all this generation, they've been told the PS4 is good enough. And then they realize that the pro isn't even good enough. And they're out here with something weaker than the pro. You know, th- that's going to make them feel bad, man. And, 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 and see, that's why I try to put people on game before it happens. Because if I put you on game before it happens, you look like an alpha amongst all of your close friends. I'm trying to help you be the man. I'm trying to put you on game to be the first, not the last. I'm trying to let you be the leader, not the follower. Now, someone can argue, well, they're following you if they just listen to your word. I get that. But I'm trying to help people make the better decision based off specifications, specs. I'm not giving people just strictly my opinion. I'm actually showing it to them like, now, if you don't understand what these numbers mean, you have a whole nother problem right now. But if you do understand what these numbers mean, then you need to get the 1X. Period. And I know what Sony's going to do when the 1X drops. They're going to probably drop their PS4 Pro for, like, Black Friday. They'll probably drop it down to 300 and think it's an actual deal. Like, what the fuck? This shit's been out for a year, and it's still $300. You could spend $200 more to get something twice as strong. So, in reality, that should be worth $600. You're getting it for five. It's still a better deal. And if you order it online, you get to you get it shipped to your crib by release day for yeah. free. Hopefully they don't fuck up like this SNA Classics fucking up with everybody. Oh my god! I, know I heard about that. To... Now, now this is something I wanted to rant about with Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo was purposely not releasing any type of retro content for the Switch to force everyone to buy these retro consoles. They're doing it on purpose because they know all these retro consoles come with like thirty games apiece for like sixty, seventy dollars. So. To the consumer, they're like, oh, $60 for 30 games? That's a come up. Each game is $2? Come on now. Plus the hardware? That's that's a steal. But when you think about it, this is just a fucking emulation machine. So I'm, really, it's not worth any money. So I'm actually looking it up because like me and my dad looked it up. We're like, oh, like the, the selection of games are fun. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, they I'm are not, like Final Fantasy 3, I'll play that shit. Uh-huh. I'll play Final Fantasy 3, which is technically R6. If they put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tournament fighters on one of them shits, I might, I might consider it. But see, at the end of the day, though, man, look, all these retro machines, they need to stop, man. There is no excuse for not having backwards compatibility on these new... What's the point of having better technology if you can't play the old technology easier? That's the whole purpose of upgrading. And that's part, why PC gamers are con- are cocky because they can still play all of these old games because they're still on Steam, whereas all of us, besides Xbox gamers, I mean, uh, all of us for the most part have to wait for a remastered edition. But what were you saying, my brother? And like you said, like it's an indie machine. Like the the Switch is an indie machine m- machine right now. Like fucking twenty games came out last week. 
20 games alone came out last week. And none of them triple A, right? None of them triple A. All Indies. All Indies. And they couldn't <laughs> and, and they couldn't even and see Nintendo, see, Cuphead would have been perfect for that system. See? Oh my God. It no, would be. And see, that's a that's a direct example of Nintendo just assuming Mario's good enough. Let's just make sure Mario comes out by the time it's supposed to, and we'll be set. But see, I'll at least say this. Nintendo and Microsoft, they're gonna be fine this this holiday season. <laughs> what is Sony gonna sell? <laughs> can, can someone explain to me what they're gonna sell this holiday season? Like, I'm talking software and hardware here. What are they gonna sell? Are they gonna make their VR headsets a hundred dollars? What are they gonna sell? They made that shit a hundred dollars. I don't know anyone. Here. People used to clown Xbox guys for having connects. I knew way more people with connects than people with this VR headset shit. Like really? real talk. Dang. Like I knew people who legit bought the connect with their systems like day one. You know, they didn't they looked at it as a good thing. They still using it today. So you can hook up them connects to your uh Xbox One X too. Mm. So for the people that kept their connect, they finna be happy because it'll probably, you know, be better on the one X. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. Man, these motherfuckers got as many indies as there are <laughs> NFL teams. <laughs> yeah, like 30. <laughs> only well, damn. <laughs> I don't like He said it's only 60 bucks. Like, I, I don't know, like. Only one game I want to play on it, and that oh, was you, oh, you talking about on the SNES thing? Yeah, <laughs> oh, they used to talk about Switch still. <laughs> no, 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 no. Switch has a lot of titles, man. They got they they they've got a lot. Like twenty dropped last week, eighteen dropped this week. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Wait, hold on. So you want me to play all these indies before Mario? I I, I can't do that, bro. Guys, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's icy, bro. It's so icy. <laughs> it's icy for real. Like I said, like I did try out that Mario Rabbits, and I did have a lot of fun playing. <laughs> like, I really did have a lot of fun playing it because I think I did a poll like on Twitter that said, "Should I get Destiny or should I get Mario Rabbits?" And everyone's like, "You'll have get Destiny because it's this, but you'll have a lot more fun playing Mario Rabbits." Man, you know hot take, hot take alert! Mario- <laughs> you know what? Just get Mario Rabbits. I was like, okay, <laughs> man. We need to start calling that game Mario Tragic. Man, that shit is trash, what? bro. Bro, what? I saw that shit at E3, bro. That shit lame, bro. We it's really out here spending bread on this on rabbits, bro. With it's, these, it's fun. It's really fun, bro. Switch ain't got shit when y'all happy about rabbits, okay? It was fun as hell, bro. Rabbits, bro. You mean to tell me you willing to buy that over Pokemon Tournament EX? Something wrong, Barry. <laughs> Something's well, really I, wrong. I tried the demo with Pokemon Tournament. That shit was fun as hell too. Man, you know damn well you need to review that. Now that's some <laughs> shit. You review that right? Ooh, bro, you know Pokemon. Man, kids in general have nothing but time on their hands. If you can review games that kids will go out of their way to see, man, get a fan base quickly with that shit. Because okay, kids, now, they just want to see people review games that they play. Okay, now let's like this pro- last topic because like okay. this is gonna be the hottest one for you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, I, I'll go ahead and say for a record, like, I feel like I'm in your camp with certain video games and then certain times I'm not. That's just the way video games should be, and that shows different personalities. What is your opinion on how to review a game? Okay, what is my opinion on how to review a game? Yeah, right. Um, I mean, okay, well, well, I can only speak on what I look for 
in when the people review games because I've never reviewed one. What I look for is enthusiasm, yeah, exactly. enthusiasm, passion, charisma, which I guess kind of all fit in the same category. I'll just say charisma. I'm, I'm looking for charisma. I'm looking for knowledge on the subject matter. I'm looking for a unique perspective on it. And I'm looking for someone to be willing to say something that they don't even 100% believe, but they know will be something that could, you know, cause a little controversy. Like, I'm looking for people, when, when they do their reviews, I'm looking for someone that's not scared to offend. Because you see the guy that gave 2K18 a 3 out of 10, they reprimanded the shit out of him, and he had to go ahead and change the score. You feel no, me? He still, he still didn't change the score. Oh, he didn't? Nope. They made it seem like he changed it. He said, "Nope they uh, they took it off, and then they were making sure." Like they said, "2K never responded, never messaged them, so they put the score back up." But so that implies if they would have messaged them, they wouldn't have put it back up. Yeah, they thought they were getting like some like they say, "Hey, can you pull the score back to like review it again?" You, you know what that lets me know? <laughs> that lets me know they gave them a review copy. That's what that lets because because otherwise, motherfucker, man, get off my dick, man. I'm a, I have a right to my opinion. I have a right to free speech. You can't bully ball me into not giving your game a bad score if I don't like it. This you know, like you say, like for real. And that's because of Sony. Sony created all of this bad journalism we got today. It wasn't Microsoft. Microsoft used to pay motherfuckers to say positive things about their video, but Microsoft would always have a deal with them people in non-disclosure agreements that specifically stated you have to tell the audience that you're being sponsored by us in this video. See, Microsoft was the one who told people that they have to let the audience know this is a sponsored video before they give them all these compliments. Sony, they'll tell them, oh, don't worry, you don't have to let them know. Just go ahead and suck our dicks for 30 minutes. You know, like, and, and that's my problem. When when people are getting paid off to give something a nine over an eight, then the credibility is all gone. And now you got people buying games based off of this guy's opinion, who used to be credible, but now he's not. You feel me? And he don't care because his his bank check fat. You know, but the gamer who buys the game and actually is playing it after this motherfucker is long gone and done with the game, because most of these guys they gotta be on to the next game to review, just like you. So a lot of times these people are on time on, on time windows on they got uh, deadlines. They're out here rushing through these games, and that's why they can't truly love the game because they're in such a rush to complete it. Mm -hmm. I know the average like person has that. to the average person's job is not playing the game, so they can only play it for like two hours a day or something like that. These guys are playing it like for twelve hours straight, rushing to grind to finish it because they want their review to be out first. Yeah, and like especially when the embargo goes up, it's like, like I've seen it just here on YouTube. It's just that like, when that embargo goes up, it's like, boom, 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 like back to back, like like there's like and like for me having to wait for the actual review the game to come out, it's like I gotta like do it a certain different way. You know what I'm saying? It's like a different stretch of like, damn, like no matter what game I try to play. IGN or Game Informer or GameSpot has already had their review up. So it's like, I got to work that grind towards like, hey, if I work for y'all, I'm going to tell you like it is. <laughs> like <laughs> Exactly. And, and, and this is one more extra thing I want to say about ACG, the game reviewer. The thing I like about him is at the end of each game review, he doesn't give the game a score. Exactly. He, ra he ranks the game on a buy, rent, 
or wait for a discount, right? Oh, you're talking about like uh, before you buy? Well, no, all of his games, when it's time for him to rate them at the end and give his score, he says, I rate games based off of a buy, rent, a buy, rent, wait, or ignore score. So, like, if it's trash, you ignore it. If it's decent but has problems, you wait. If it's a game that's good but is really short and not worth the 60, you rent. And if it's a game everyone should get, he says buy. And I like that because – just rating a game out of 10 is so deceiving, bro. It's like a game rated a 7, what does that really mean? You know how many Dragon Ball Z games in the past rated 7 that were cold as fuck? Like Budokai Tenkaichi? You yeah. feel me? They rated them shits like 7.2s. Those were the best Dragon Ball Z's ever made. <laughs> yeah. So it comes down to sometimes the reviewer isn't even into the shit he's reviewing. Now, to a certain extent, that's a good thing because he's unbiased. He's not going into it prepared to give it a 10 immediately. You know, he's not just over here having an orgasm over the fanfare. I mean, the fan, uh, what do they call Fandom, it? The, uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. No, they call it fan service. There we go. Fan you know, service. exactly. He's like, oh, thirsty as hell, just over the computer screen. But, like, at the end of the day, man, I really do think gaming can turn, around, turn this entire uh, thing around. And I think Xbox is going to have to be the ones to spearhead it turning around because I think Sony got lost in the sauce in this generation. Sony started feeling, started getting that money like Microsoft was getting last gen. And they started realizing, wait, we don't need to drop hella exclusives when we have the strongest console. We can just worry about having the best multiplats. Multiplats sell better than exclusives because they're on every console. And if we have the best version of the best selling games, we will be the best console. And Sony figured that out like in 2014. Microsoft figured that out like in 2006. So it took Sony like eight years to join the party. And I feel like now, more so than, than before, they should have been keeping to what their philosophy has always been. Their, 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 their business mantra has always been exclusives. Exclusives, exclusive, exclusive. Games, games, games. You know, we ain't seen a Jack and Daxter trailer yet. I need you know to I mean? see that shit. I need to see like, that shit. Like, I want Jack and Daxter. Fuck Ratchet and Clank. I, we've seen enough of this shit, okay? Like, we've seen enough of Dr a Drake, Uncharted, you know? Like, we've seen enough of this, bro. Like, Last of Us 2, and then you got that other game. There's another zombie game. It's like, oh, okay, all right. What, Death Stranding, or are you talking about Days Gone? Days Gone. Days Gone. Days Gone. And that, that, that looks decent, but it looks too Sons of Anarchy-ish for me. You know what I mean? It looks like Sons of Anarchy zombie edition. <laughs> That's all it looks like. I was like, whoa, is this Sons of Anarchy? Call this shit the, the Walking Anarchy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look out of here, man. Sons of the Dead looking ass. <laughs> That's an even doper name, Sons of the Dead. <laughs> Sons of the Dead. <laughs> you know? And see, that's the thing. I mean, Xbox is still getting State of Decay 2, which is another game that looks pretty cool. You know, if, if I'm Xbox, I think the game that I that I'm that I need that that they need to first off, I think they need to bring that game uh scalebound. I think they need to bring that back now that the one X is coming. That's, that's, I think that's, that's the, the one perfect game, game for the one X. For, man. That's the one and that's game why I I for. mark my words, bro. I think I think I think behind the scenes, Microsoft are working on that game still, but I think they told people it's canceled. That way everyone's expectations of the game are gone. And I think, mark my words, I think that shit's gonna be ready next year. I can't put my finger on it, but I just can't see you having the most powerful system now and and spending money on R&D 
to start a new IP when you have a new IP that hasn't even released yet sitting there. You have the outline of the essay already made. All you got to do is fill in the blanks. You know, Scalebound had potential, and I think it will look incredible on the 1X, you know? So I think that that's another game, man, if they, if they go ahead and pump the money into it. And, and they're going to get so much money from this uh, from this um, from this Cuphead. I mean, the game's only $20, so it's going to sell like hotcakes. On top of that, every single reviewer, like you said, tens across the board, every single reviewer is saying ahead of time, it's a hard game, but it's great, and it's good that it's hard. If we can, if Xbox can now start a new wave of games having difficulty again, oh my God, all of a sudden hardcore gaming is back to being cool. Oh my God. And that's all we really want is hardcore gamers, man. That's all we need, really. Just to, like, because, like, we all, like, we, we can talk, difficulty. Like, like we said, we can all talk shit, but at the end of the day, we're all in the same industry and we just work together like we need to go ahead and work better towards it like like we talk shit about sony but like we want you to come back to census sony <laughs> come and, back. And, and let's be real the biggest reason why a lot of people didn't like kingdom hearts 2 compared to one was it was too easy yeah yeah every everyone 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 played on proud mode because it felt too easy on the normal mode yeah i played on proud you mode <laughs> exactly proud mode was easy it's like yeah. And see, that's the thing, man. You know, the beta male, the beta male mentality of gaming right now suggests that you should make every game difficult if you're going to put microtransactions to make it easier. The only way a game is difficult these days is if it comes with a microtransaction. Would you like to pay to make this more fun? You know, yeah, we need no. to stop that. Man. Yeah. But like I said, like, do you feel like Kingdom Hearts is a cult classic? <laughs> Um, I think Kingdom Hearts is definitely a cult classic, uh, and it's because it has a true cult fan base. Uh, everybody knows about Kingdom Hearts, but didn't everyone like it when they were a kid? You know, it's funny. Kingdom Hearts came out around a time where puberty first hit for a lot of us, and we were at that age where Disney movies were kind of like, we love them because they raised us, but at the same time, you want to appear to these hoes like you're mature. So, like, you're doing all of these things that aren't natural. You're becoming the antithesis of who you really are just to try to get your hand on some ass cheeks. And I think Kingdom Hearts was able to rein us back in and not make us want to be grown too fast. And I think Kingdom Hearts helped a lot of people from having babies when they were 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I know some people that try to go back and play that play Kingdom Hearts, like, because well, they got the remasters, they're like, I just don't care about this fucking game anymore. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think it's because I took you know, you know what? They have a point there because <laughs> Perry, we gotta remember here the majority of Kingdom Hearts gamers, they didn't play no 358 divided by two. They didn't play no recoded, no chains of memories. They didn't play none of these handheld versions. It's either one, two, or or nothing. Or they might play some uh 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 um uh final Mark mix Wesley. plus. No, yeah. no, 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 Final Mix and stuff. They might play that because it's like an assortment of all the games, right? They might play that. But for the most part, a lot of these gamers, they're not with that handheld Kingdom Hearts shit, bro, because it feels awkward. Kingdom Hearts is a game you need a big screen for. You know, I don't want to damn near break my neck looking down at a system while I'm playing Kingdom Hearts, fam. <laughs> like, that's just not how I was brought up on Kingdom Hearts. Some games, I just don't like mobile. Um, and Kingdom Hearts is one of them. I've played the 2DS, I mean, 3DS demo of it. I thought that shit was dope. 
the Kingdom Hearts game. I played the demo today. I thought it was pretty fucking cool and clean. But, you know, without a controller pad, I couldn't see myself ever finishing that demo, you know, because it would have just been awkward. But, but yeah, but at the end of the day, man, Kingdom Hearts is definitely a cult classic. Uh, but, but I agree with the person that said that uh, because it's been too long, Perry. It was almost like... Yeah. It was almost it's, it almost feels like this delay happened because they didn't have enough new universes to go to. It was like it's almost mm -hmm. like they just was like sitting around waiting for more movies to drop to have more things to build from because they've already been to Pirates of the Caribbean. They've always I mean, you can go back to those places, but damn, you've already been to Lion King. Well, Lion King once, but you already been to Aladdin twice. You already been to Beauty and the Beast twice, you know, yeah. and, and they got a new Beauty and the Beast movie. What are you going to do? Reboot Beauty and the Beast for Kingdom Hearts 3 and act like he's never met the Beast before? Like, I mean, there's certain things you can't go back to with 3. So it's, I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. And I think Kingdom Hearts is in dire need to change from teen to mature i think they need to change to a mature game i know it's kind of impossible with the disney uh um the disney brands yeah, yeah. The, all the brands and stuff i know it's hard to do that the sponsorships but i think it would be fucking badass to see some blood on a keyblade i think it would be badass yeah <laughs> yeah that would be cool then it's like Damn. But then again, if they're unwilling to make Final Fantasy 15 mature, then I doubt they'll make Kingdom Hearts mature. Uh, well, you know that project's about to come to an end. Thank God. <laughs> What's about to come to an end? Final Fantasy? Thought, yeah, 15. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, yeah. the, oh, they're still releasing DLC? Yeah, that's why I haven't played it. <laughs> oh, that's impressive. You know, that's a game I might try again on the 1X. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, niggas got a bad catalog. Look good, though. Like you said, like, Mike, like hey, man, this game ass, but it looked good on this 1X, though. <laughs> just, a, just the fact that I'll be able to enhance that so much more. It's like, huh? Exactly, man. You see the way he teleported on that enhanced side of the game? <laughs> that's cool <laughs> but yeah man I, you know i already told p i already told perry that i was interested in maybe getting witcher 3 complete edition for the 1x there's so many things now i just want to i kind of just want to go back to renting games now just to see it on the 1x like i like I'm, I'm just very excited to just see the difference like like man and see i've been such a long time away from gaming console gaming itself i think the minute i put a game into that 1X, it's going to look way better than I expect because I haven't been looking at any graphics. So the jump is going to be immediate for me as opposed to someone who's maybe been playing PC or a pro this whole time up yeah. until. So I actually, had to, I actually had to talk to one of my friends because he said he wanted to get a PlayStation for uh, Monster Hunter. I was like, okay, cool. I'll play with you. But he said, uh, they want me to get a pro. I was like, Oh hell no! Fuck that. Wait, they want you to get a pro for Monster Hunter? No, he like people were telling him to buy a pro to play Monster Hunter. I'm like, I said, oh hell no! Sounds man. like it lags without the pro. <laughs> See, it's, it, mm. it says it's superior. I'm like, See, yeah, I'm there's, like there's, there's a lot of parody going on all of a sudden. <laughs> I it's said a lot of parody. I said you might as well. I said you might as well get the one X. She said, "No, I'd rather just stick with my Switch." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't blame the man, but it's gonna come a time with that one X. It's gonna be hard to deny, man. <laughs> like, and like, there's no denying. Like, you can't deny. Like, especially like me, I gotta go all three. Like, I'm just saying, I know plenty of people that pre-ordered the Switch, including you. But I know people that pre-ordered the Switch. 
and the, when the Switch didn't even have any games. Yeah. You know, this we're talking about pre-ordering a console that already has a whole bunch of games still ready for it, has backwards compatibility, has Ultra HD, true HDR support. I mean, I mean, it has everything you need in a home entertainment device, all packed into the smallest Xbox ever made with its own cooling agent. I'm expecting it not to make much noise either. You know, this is the best bang for your buck you're going to get for years, in my opinion. I mean, people are talking about 500 might be too expensive. And I'm like, bro, I paid 650 for the PS3. So get the fuck out of here talking about that's too expensive. <laughs> I paid 450 for the PS4 Pro. Like, you know, and the PS4 Pro I bought a year ago, and it's half as, half as good as the 1X. So in reality, when people tell me that you're wasting your money, I think that's the mentality of a broke nigga to tell me I'm wasting my money. You know, it's like, bro, it's my money. Like, how can you tell someone that they're wasting their money when they're clearly making buying the best thing on the market? That's not a waste of money. Like, that's like telling a dude who's a NASCAR driver, hey, man, you got the best transmission on this race course, but that was a waste of money, though, because mine cost $1,000 cheaper. Well, I just dusted your ass in this race, nigga, so maybe you should invest in this shit, too. You feel me? Exactly. All this damn lag that's going to be involved in all of these damn games, that's why Sony don't want no cross-play. Come on, fam. Bro, if, if y'all niggas lagging on y'all slim PS4s already, Imagine how that lag gonna be if y'all gotta deal with one X players, bro. They be like, I hate these mouse and keyboard guys. I hate crossplay. And then they look and go, wait, he playing on Xbox? Dun, 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 dun. And they kill Bill look on their face, boy. Like when Vivica, when she went in the cereal box, like damn. And hell, and hell, like you said, Nintendo's gonna have the crossplay too. Get to play Rocket League with people on Xbox. I'm like, really? Let's go. <laughs> like, and I low key, I low key do want to try Rocket League because it's like soccer. <laughs> I low key do want to try it. Yeah. Funny because the guy that I used to podcast with, my homeboy Leaf X, he's actually a host. Uh, he's like a commentator for that shit for their pro league. I actually want to get a hold of his ass. I kind of <laughs> re regret not fucking with them niggas no more. You know, <laughs> motherfuckers blew up on my ass. Like, damn. What? what? Rocket, what? Rocket power looking ass nigga. Hey, dude. <laughs> Twister, man. I like fish tacos. Hey, Lars, looking ass, boy. <laughs> Hot Durger. That might Hot be the Durger. title of this podcast, <laughs> Hot Durger. From Rocket Power to Rocket League. <laughs> I got a poo-poo platter for everyone. <laughs> I remember Rocket Power. You know what? I might watch that on the Fire Stick. I love that show. <laughs> I wish that shit was on Netflix. That, that was low-key the coolest show. It's just a whole bunch of friends that love playing sports together. Exactly. I think we'll wrap it down for this note. Uh, where can we find you at? <laughs> What's going man, on with you? Y'all know the dealy, man. Y'all know the demo, man. I'm recency biased radio, man. I just recently did a two-minute video shitting on Cardi B's life. Oh, y'all want to add me on Facebook, I'm David Smith. You feel it, dig me? I'm on Perry's friends list, so just look at his uh, his friends list and you can find me. Uh, you can also find the Recency Bias Radio fan page as well as the Hot Take Arena fan page on Facebook. You can also find my YouTube channel. YouTube channels Hot Take Arena, where Perry definitely <laughs> contributes as well. And you can also uh, check out the Recency Bias Radio uh, YouTube channel. But uh, currently, we only specialize in Big Brother rants. But I guarantee you, if you don't like Big Brother, I can make you a fan of it if you give me some time. <laughs> I got over about 15 hours of content on that channel already. Uh, we've grown to about 1,150 subscribers in less than three months. So that's crazy growth. I'm proud of where we are. Currently, we're on 
break. We're on hiatus. I like to take little vacations to let my brain recharge and to get the hunger back. And uh, the uh, Recency Bias Radio podcast, which is on iTunes and SoundCloud, will be coming back on Halloween. I'm dropping it on Halloween. Uh, I'm making sure to drop it on Halloween because I think it's just a dope day to drop a podcast. Uh, The title of it will be called Take a Knee, and I will be going ham on white supremacy. So I hope you guys are ready. <laughs> and uh, I told Perry in the past that I was considering not doing music anymore for my intros. For this Take a Knee episode, oh, we doing a song. <laughs> you better be doing a we, song. We doing one. Now, after this episode, we might not do another one until the finale. But we doing one for this one. <laughs> we finna shit on some like mm-hmm. you're, really, you're doing some really big things, bro. I, I appreciate it. Much, much love to you, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> Who up next, bro? That's why I keep trying to tell you. That's why I keep trying to motivate you and go, bro, man, do this game. Do that game. Do yeah, exactly. You're like, I get that now. Like, you got to do yeah. it. Like, and, and see, and see I, certain people, when I say stuff, like, like, see, a lot of people now, especially people on Facebook, right? Ever since I posted that little picture of getting mail from Google, people kind of look at me like I'm bragging. I'm actually trying to motivate. Like, one of my homeboys sent me a DM early today, a dude that went to K-State with me. I don't know if you remember him. His name is Cliff. He's from Chicago. He sent me a DM earlier that he said, hey, bro, can I ask you a question, man? How do you go about starting a podcast? And I'm starting to get more and more people interested in doing it because they're seeing like, wow, like this man, Dave, he was talking about this shit two years ago. Everybody kind of like just dismissed him. But we're seeing legit progress in what he's doing now. And, you know, everyone, all of us, when we go to the barbershop, when we go to our friend's crib, when we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, when we go anywhere with our homies, we all are doing podcasts. We just ain't recording them. And that's the mindset I want people to take into when it comes to podcasting. There is no pressure on podcasting that you don't put on yourself. Okay. This is so much fun, like for real, more fun than I thought it'd be. Like, oh, just exactly. You know, and and each time you do it, it's easier. Like I say, we don't ever at this time to like just sit down and talk for like a couple hours. Just okay. Yeah. Just and talk. all of these things get locked in a time capsule. You feel me? <laughs> you go back like a year later. See, Perry, this is Perry's first like full year in the game coming up. So he's going to be able to go back and listen to his first ever one and go, wow. Yeah. You know? like, he's going to be able to critique himself and go, wow, I was nervous on that one. Or, wow, I, I couldn't get my words out on that one. Or, or wow, man, we came a long way from this one. You know, and, and see, that continuity is important because when people see the journey, they respect your destination much more. Exactly. So exactly. I just wanted to end it with some deep shit. See, y'all think I can give y'all some deep shit. You know, I've been talking shit for two hours, but see, I want some people, brother, too now. You feel me, coach? And this has been awarded in for its episode 24. We might actually shorten it down, just call it AWA Gaming. I, I've been thinking the about Black that. Mamba episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You definitely should shorten it to just AWA Gaming. Just quick. It rolls off. Um, yeah. Part of me. Part of me kind of re- wishes recency buys radio was a little quicker to pronounce, but at this point, it's it, everyone can, it's just catchy. So it's like, all right, I'll live with this long ass brand name. But for you, know, like, Boy like, Gaming is so fast. It's like, man, you peep that new review, Boy Gaming? Like, it just it just sounds natural. Yeah, like Boy Gaming. Like, they'll see what uh, what Boy stands for anyway. So, anyways, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you man, can find me clean, bro. They said you'll find me. On Twitter at Agent Plus Twenty Three, and this will be. You on need to iTunes. change that name, by the way. You bullshit. Hey, when you get that, well, one, hey, when you get that one X, you better change your name because <laughs> you know when you get an Xbox, they give you a name like that to start off with, right? It'd be, it'd be like uh, 
It'd be like uh, <laughs> masturbating dandelion 26. It'd be like, what the hell is this shit, bro? Like, and they'd be like, you know, you can change your name for free only once. So I don't want to see no agent platypus. Like, I, w- I want it to be a boy. Be like, oh, matter of fact, your name. This was this should be your name on Xbox One X. Call yourself a boy boy. Ooh, that's clean though, a boy boy. You feel me? Yeah. They're gonna be like, bro, this dude a savage. You, you feel find, me? You can find this on iTunes and YouTube and any of your <laughs> podcast directories. And like you said, this has been A Way Gaming, and we'll check you out soon. Peace, guys. Y'all be smooth, man. <laughs>